Broadcasting from deep within the great pit of Carcoon, this is the Dewback Discussion Podcast. Your source for Star Wars news, theories, and reviews. With your hosts, Jared Bachman-Stubbs and Mike Dolan. Hello there, and welcome back to the Dewback Discussion Podcast. I am your host, Jared the Dark Jedi, and we are at last rejoined by Mike Darth Id Doling. <laughs> I love it. I love the evil I, laugh. I've I love, missed it. I love watching you guys laugh into the mics, because in the, in the sound file, it's just this very, like, spike, 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 spike. Yeah. Well, Joel, Joel yelled at me when I laughed that I have to start doing one of these oh you mean like look up? i have so, to look up like, like my face away from the mic oh because my it like pro- bellowing cackle yeah. just fucks the audio yeah. <laughs> um, we are joined by one connor chiquiti what's up guys and as you guys heard we have travis grossman on the horn as well howdy howdy yep you have officially just invaded both shows and Soon we... I'll be on Goran more, even though I don't watch horror <laughs> shit. Mm. You're gonna like replace Mixtron on Down the Rabbit Hole. Oh, don't say it. Maybe I'll tell my Mixtron story for my slice of life. Actually, <laughs> it's lovely. Um, Mike, how's your week been, buddy? How was Bandcamp? It was. Let's just say that I'm. Did you stick a flute in a place it shouldn't have been? <laughs> you wish. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what was it? It. Oh. I had a very wonderful time. I love marching band, but being a senior, I'm glad yeah. that, you know, that stuff's going to be behind me relatively soon, but I'm happy to be in it with the people. I love the people so much. It's a fun organization. I'm really proud of our director because he literally built it up from nothing. It was originally just a club with a few people, but now it's it's a class now. Like, I take it for credit. Mm-hmm. So That's I, awesome. That's how we did fun. it at uh, Toledo. We took it for credit, too. Yeah, cool. Yes. And it's a, it, it just helps you. It kind of helps you like want to be there more, you yeah. know, to do it. But it's nice because it's a big time commitment. But anyway, that's been fun. Uh, I got off my job at Keystone Foam a while back. Uh, I was able to happily say goodbye to people. I'll probably be back there in what do you call it? Probably around winter time. Yeah, do like a seasonal thing. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Whenever I can. And um, but yeah. First day of classes was just today. Had Christology and History and Development of Science Fiction, which is really fun. By the way, for all you science fiction freaks, look up... um, What's his name? I can't remember. Look up the Roman satire, A True Story, and see what that reminds you of. Again, look up the satire, A True Story. It's ancient. See what that reminds you of. All right. But anyway, that's that's slice of my life. How are yeah. you guys? Uh, Yeah, I'm Connor. How's your week been, buddy? Um, not too bad. I'm just surprised I'm still here because of Star Wars. It's basically killed me. Um, it's been a hell of a weekend. We went from no news to too much news. Um, I'm back in college, senior year. I'm excited. That's about all I can say. Awesome. Let's get on with the news. Yeah. Uh, Travi, how's your week been, buddy? Uh, it's been pretty good. 
Uh, Hall of Heroes will come out after this, even though we recorded it first. Yeah. So uh, we got you. The Megapod for Hall of Heroes. Accidental Megapod. (laughs) Um, Jared and I got to hang out and watch the Shire Wolves final match of the movie Trivia Schmodown, which was emotional and amazing. Yeah, very bittersweet. um, Very bittersweet match. To tell the Mick Strawn story. Uh, Mick Strawn, friend of the network, co-host on Down the Rabbit Hole, friended me on Facebook. Which I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And then he messaged me. Just, hi. And I'm like, what the fuck do I say? Did a Facebook wave. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, hey, I, I guess you, you found me because of TJ? And he's like, yeah. I'm sorry, man. I kind of friended you on accident because I'm trying to move right now and it's really I'm really tired. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. He sent me a friend request too, but he didn't like shoot me a message. Yeah. And that- like... I think, because, like, he sent me a friend request right after Steel City Con. Okay. That might have been it. It was, like, or not, like, right after, but it was soon after. Um, And, like, Mick had, like, seen, like, the picture of me when I set up with TJ. Where I'm, like, like, wearing the Kylo helmet with, like, the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, he did know I was at Steel City Con. Yeah. Like, he he recognized me from it. So, at least it was that. That, that was, was, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I was, it was, like, one in the morning, and I'm just, like... How do I not fuck this up? <laughs> <laughs> I love that so very much. Jared, how was your week? My week was fun. Uh, I'm going to tell a briefer version of the Hot Patootie story. Um, Hot Patootie. Uh, I, I was coming out of rehearsal for Guys and Dolls uh, last week, and I was pulled aside by one of the directors for the Guy Performing Arts Center production of Rocky Horror Picture Show. I did not audition for Rocky. However, I was pulled aside and requested to... Yeah, I know, Mike. I'm a shoe in for the character. You gotta um, grow your hair out again. Like, uh, a, like a little bit. Yeah. You know? yeah. I have until October. Oh, that's a predestined thing. Like, it's gonna happen. I be, We'll it's see. I haven't heard anything, so there's a good chance I didn't actually get this fucking role. But I, and it's okay. Um, but I uh, we're coming out of rehearsal, and when the director pulls me aside, I didn't audition for Rocky Horror. He's like, hey... Um, can you come to callbacks tomorrow night and sing Hot Patootie? And like, I looked at him. I'm like, bro, I don't, bro. I, I, I know Rocky Horror, but I don't know this fucking music. Like, this isn't, this isn't a show that you could just drop me this, into. This is you know, flip, yeah, this is good. This is yeah. yeah this, this isn't like a flip the switch kind of thing. Um, and I was like, yeah, I can try. Um, yeah, he he's like, yeah, just listen to it. It's the Meatloaf song. He's like, love for you to come in and sing it. And I'm like, fucking hell. Okay. So I'm given like 16 hours to learn Hot Patootie. And for those of you at home who don't know Hot Patootie, it is a very fast paced song. Meatloaf is practically rapping the verses. Um, and it, it goes by at a very fast clip. Um, so I had to learn the first. They luckily only made me sing the first verse, which went by. They, they slowed it down very much, which made my life very easy. Mm. So it wasn't like you know whatever happened to us at it was like whatever happened to us at our day like okay. sli- like so a so they could actually hear us sing it <laughs> and so that we're not trying to like you know I'm feeling like a rap god um, with it I finish hot patootie and I'm like okay now I just have to wait for the people I came in with to be done so we can all go home I'm chilling upstairs and then they call a bunch of people back down because they were like hey. Can you sing Eddie's Teddy for us? 
I'm, I'm glad you know this music so fucking well, Mike, because I sure as hell didn't. I had five minutes to learn another whole fucking song. What a guy. Yeah, that's you cry. And I did. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> uh, that was... You're going to become a star. <laughs> <You're gonna> be... <laughs> Sorry, if I if I do end up playing meatloaf, does that mean that like you and I are like destined to come to conflict? Because that'll make me meatloaf and like you, Gary Busey. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but yeah. Uh, so that was a good time. Uh, like Travis said, he and I got to sit down and uh, watch a one hell of a showdown match. Um, won't talk about the outcome of the Shire Wolves match since that's not available to the public yet. And then Travis basically got me live Snapchat watching oh, um, God. Ben the, Bateman versus the, Kalinowski, which became Kalinowski versus Snyder. The bullshit. And my heartbreaking the for bullshittery. Mike the Killer Kalinowski on that bullshit question. Um, well, the question wasn't bullshit. He, he, he got a little he, excited. He goofed. He goofed. It happens to everybody. Gotta take your goofs. Mikey Three Belts is still an option, though. With that... Uh, Travis, you want to have the trailer ready here? Uh, we finally got a trailer for The Mandalorian. Um, or, you know, we don't need to pull up the trailer, actually. We can just kind of talk through. Um, so, here, actually, uh, Mike, this is your inaugural show back. You want to run through the second link in The Mandalorian one? Sure. So you can run through the characters that we saw, and then we can talk about the trailer a little bit. Um, some reporting from Dubak discussion coming to fruition here with the uh, carbonite freezing chamber inside of the Mandalorian's ship. That was some interesting stuff we saw. Okay, so the Mandalorian trailer was wild Star Wars fans at the D23 Fan Expo. And so now we have some characters that we're going to list off. We don't have pictures right now, but that's okay. So, all right. Oh, speaking into the mic. Off to the side. Yeah. Okay, for the Mandalorian, this guy is played by a guy named Pedro Pascal. That's uh, Oberyn Martell. Okay. Oh, ooh. Now, <laughs> is Pe? Yes. Okay, he's Oberyn Martell. Thank you, Jared. Now everything starts to make sense. All right. His details. Details about him are he likes to work alone and is rather attached to his stuff. And yes, he has another real name. Ooh. I wonder what this could be. Could he be Jaster Morel? Could he be a clone? Could he be another clone of Django? Could, could he be, be an cousin? entirely new character? That's lame. Uh, could, well, <laughs> no. Nah. Could he be... Maybe his name is Phoba Bet. Phoba Bet? Oh, Phoba I can't... Bet. I don't know about that one. Could be Phoba <laughs> Bet. Another... <laughs> grew up on the farm next to Django on Concord Dawn. Oh my god. <laughs> Travis left the room for a moment and I can't wait for him to listen back to his this and hear Connor go, mm, I don't know about that, chief. <laughs> I leave five seconds and it all goes off. The We're both on the floor already. Okay, before we get to the next guy, how do you say his name? Because you watch Breaking Bad and I can never remember how to say his first name. I don't remember the actor's name. Oh, no, wait. it's there. I just don't remember how to say it. Can I see? Boy, I don't know. Which one? I just call him Gus. Giancar Moff Gideon. Gian Giancar Giancarlo Esposito. Giancarlo Esposito. Okay, yeah. It's all romance shit. I get tied. I get my tongue gets tied with his name. Yeah, it's not easy. Uh, so then we also have Moff Gideon being played by, I'd assume you pronounce it this way, Giancarlo Esposito. Oh, that's like John Carl. Yeah. John Carl, yeah, John Carl Esposito. He's a regional warlord of sorts. Now, that's interesting because this takes place 
after it's totally uh, uncharted territory for this actor. Yeah. yeah, he said he said jokingly. Yeah, this playing a mustache mustache twirling villain. Um, this takes place after what do you call it? This place after Jedi. Yeah, right. Yeah, so I mean, about a year or two years. after. What was it? Five years. Five years after Return of the Jedi. So then, of course, it, his job, of course, he's a regional warlord of sorts. So that makes sense because, I mean, according to the my father's novels, the Wendig <laughs> trilogy, uh, the Empire fragmented and you see all these Imperials like going at each other's throats, trying to take over their little scraps and form their own little pocket empires, kind of similar to the EU. Yeah. And so his details are uh, the Moths uh, were sector governors of the first Galactic Empire, but now the Empire's collapsed. Governors are on their own and some... So have armies at their behest, and this one is rather ambitious. I wonder what that could mean. And we do see in the trailer that he's like he has some uh, death troopers at his command. That's right. I did. Yeah. I thought Bro, I saw that. Got me so hyped. Yeah. In I'm the black. So, yeah. Oh yeah, I love that. I think that was cool. Like, I think oh. until we see the Sith troopers in action, I think the death troopers are my new favorite type of trooper. Oh, okay. I like okay. aesthetically and just like the lore behind it. Yeah, aesthetically, the Sith troopers take the cake for me. You mean, what? What is the lore behind the Death Troopers? I can't remember. Um, they're basically like Imperial Secret Service. They're detailed to be personal bodyguards for every like high up Imperial official. Um, and like it's kind of hinted in the Rogue One visual dictionary that like there's some type of like genetic alterations that happen to the Death Troopers. They like lobotomized. Not lobotomized, but like. I, I think that like there's something happens to them that makes them a little bit extra bloodthirsty. That like when yeah. the time comes to protect their they're gonna VIP, they're gonna fuck you up. Yeah, and almost all of them are like over six feet tall. Yeah, okay. Like all of like they're they're the tallest dudes in the room. Yeah, yeah. That's like Napoleon's yeah. Imperial Guard. Like you had to be like five ten or above to be in that. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Okay, so now we have Kara Dune. By uh, being played by Gina Carano, her job a former shock trooper turned mercenary. Okay, so then she's gonna have a bunch of like you know killing people skills under her belt. That's pretty smart. And you're like, why don't you just join the military, learn how to do stuff, and then go into the private sector? Yeah, it's almost like a lot of them do that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> somebody can make a lot of money doing that. Weird. Oh, well, weird. And he then, said putting the army recruitment form in, back in his bag. <laughs> Okay, detail, fought in the Galactic Civil War under the banner of the Rebellion. Ooh, so she was a rebel, a rebel deserter maybe? Hmm, maybe after the Rebellion, Juan became the New Republic after Jack, who yeah. she decided. Or like to had a stint with the Rebellion, maybe not deserter, but just kind of very, at its face went, okay, I'm done now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, okay, I put my time in, yeah. Okay, Grief Carg, okay, that's a cool name, Grief, that's, that's pretty smart, his cousin is probably grievous you know <laughs> look at that grief played by one carl weathers there's a lot of c's there's there's john carlo there's carano carl everybody's a c name it's weird okay leader of the oh leader of the oh my god the bounty hunters are gonna be yeah, the guild the bounty hunters <laughs> guild is in the yeah uh leader of the bounty hunters guild grief is and detail is asks the mandalorian to take on an assignment that nobody else wants who knows what that could be Probably trying to find the plans for the third Death Star. Yeah, to go with. Yeah, that's definitely going to be in the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, Death Star three. <laughs> I really no, Death, hope not. Death Star three and Star Killer Base two. 
Death Star Three is orbiting Starkiller Base Two. How fucking ridiculous will it be? They blow it up three months when we come back. We're like we we weren't supposed to be right, dude. No, the Council Force cast um on YouTube. Whenever they still did like regular podcasts all the time, they were they did a trailer. They did a reaction to like news that came out of Celebration about the Force Awakens. And Starkiller Base came up, right. and I think it was Evan Nova ninety five made a joke. Yeah, where he's like, "Ooh, Starkiller Base. It's probably like the Death Star, but it blows up entire solar systems." And they all laughed and said, "God, wouldn't that be fucking stupid?" And then like, and here we are. And like, I th- and then their Force Awakens review opened with Evan going, "I wish I wasn't right." <laughs> they did not care for it, but. That's beautiful. Oh, that's wow. so fucking funny. Oh my god. And now we also have IG-11 voiced by Taika... Waititi. Taika Waititi. Say, say it again, sorry. Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. The guy directed uh, Thor Ragnarok. Oh. Also, he also played Korg. Yeah. Hey, I'm Korg. Wait. This oh, Taika's a dude. Yes. Okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, oh I'm cool. Yeah, I'm cool. <laughs> this is me. He's just like, bro. Thor. Oh, he's back. New Master 69. Hey, Thor, that's him. <laughs> new Master 69. Thank you, Thor. <laughs> Going to crush you, New Master. It's probably Loki. It's probably just Loki. Or Tony. The other end. Or Tony. But uh, this job, this uh, bounty hunter droid's job is a bounty hunting droid. Uh, probably, what end detail, often gets mistaken for the infamous IG-88 in the show. Justice fans watching the trailer have mistaken him for IG-88 in real life. Okay, that's pretty funny. So I love Bro, the fact I got that legit. I love that EW just calls them out. I no, no I love the fact that in the show people are going to be like, "It's IG-88." Like, <laughs> no, it's just me. How's it going? Like, in the- <laughs> with that, that straight Tiger energy, exactly. You know? <laughs> like so, it. like so, like playfully dry. Where it's just like. Hello, I'm IG-11. I'm a different kind of droid. Because oh, you're so anti-droid. You think we all look alike? Just because we all have the same fucking spinny heads. Oh, what the hell? Oh, my God. Oh, that's great. Like skinny trash that cans. Dude, when, he was, dude, when IG-11 was spinning around um, shooting down stormtroopers, I, I was... I got so satisfied. Oh, that's such a cool so kill. Happy. That's such a cool series of kills. <laughs> In a trailer full of uh, great kills. It's just cool that all these novels that, like, we've been reading, I mean, that I was reading as, like, a kid, you know, like, I mean, you know, it's IG-88, it's not IG-11, but it's just cool to see all these really, like, come to life, you know, not just in our own head, but now we see something like IG-88 doing what he does best at killing people. I hope, maybe, maybe he'll have even a Galactic Conquest thing, that'd be, because that was cool. You remember what IG-88 did? Yes, I remember. remember. what he did? Yes, Freaking I know. became the Death Star. So fucking stupid. It's cool, man. So fucking Wait, stupid. what? Oh, yeah. IG-88 became the Death Star, and there was one episode while he was, like, looking around, and he saw the Emperor, and the Emperor needed to, like, go down the elevator shaft, probably to, like, take a shit or something, and, like, IG-88, he, like, closed a bunch of doors, like, just to fuck with the Emperor, and... There's a whole episode, and it's in the yeah. tales of the bounty hunters. I, I liked it; it was fun. I want to. Oh, sure. it, it's cool. It, 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 it kind of was. It's like, just but, weird. It's just like, what's the point of this? You know? Can I point out something? Really, I, the listeners need to know this. Connor, the my computer is what we're using to record, and it's sitting next to me. And every time Jared or Mike try to talk, like talk, address something to you, they look at the computer. <laughs> 
<laughs> we do eventually. Hey. Really? Yeah. I didn't even notice. Funny. You'll they'll look at the computer like you are the com- the computer. No, I am. I am the computer. <laughs> he's a, Connor's just an AI. He's like IG88. He's uploading yep. himself into Discord. <laughs> I'm um, the Terminator. I wouldn't be yeah. surprised. I mean, we've only ever heard you on, you know, technology and. There have been weird supernatural circumstances surrounding you, you know, with yes. the, the haunting, I think that was the uh, yeah. last time. Yeah. Well, like, you have that, and you also have, um, like, in, during the intro of Slice of Life, huge, huge peek behind the curtain here is, like, especially with the new rig and how we're all sitting at this table, I'm always gesturing at who's supposed to go next. So I'll be like, all right, Mike, how's, how's, how was your week? And I, like, stretch my arm out across the table and gesture at Mike, and I'm like... Travis, how about you? And then, like like Travis said, and he pointed this out in a previous episode, I look at the computer and point at the computer for Connor's oh God. Every time. With Every a fail. It's beautiful. It's great. Um, I love it. I did, and I, I, I'm going to be honest. I, like, didn't break eye contact with the computer during the last Raylo episode. Like, I was, like, aggressively gesturing at the computer. Like, I was just having a conversation <laughs> with it. I look, I legit, I probably look like I had my headphones on. You couldn't hear what was going on. I look, probably looked sk- so schizophrenic because I'm like having like a full blown conversation with this computer. Like I'm gesticulating and I'm looking at it. Mm-hmm. It's whatever. Um, that, yeah, that is the Razor Crest. That is, well, it, that is his ship reported on by uh, making Star Wars and do back discussion. Dude, I gotta that, say the um, the the first image with the stormtroopers' heads on pikes, ah, ah, I love it. Yeah, I love it's, it so it, much. It's a very Mad Maxy kind of feel. Yeah, it's a good way to like, put it. Well, because like you gotta figure, like the core worlds are in such disarray mm-hmm. in the wake of the Empire's fall, and the rebellion was using kids. <laughs> To like, well, to like, like blow people up. Well, beyond that, I mean, like, beyond like, you know, like the yeah. dark side of the rebellion and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, like the the effect that that has on the galaxy as a whole. We have the incredibly, you know, central, um, for lack of a better word, first world. Yes. Yeah, planets and, and star like. systems that are struggling with this i can only imagine what your more third world star systems are dealing with you know like world yeah third world worlds kind of like yeah, yeah. like it, but this is the best way to put it like you're back like backwater planets in the outer rim and east kabum fuck of the galaxy mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> space right. kabum fuck um like tatooine and all these worlds that are just you know they had to take the law into their own hands, like more it, so than they already did. It was already a free for all. Yeah. Now there's there's nothing. I wonder how this is yeah. like messed with the huts control. This desert planet. Honey, with job is death. That oh, fucked that's, everything that's up too. Right. Yeah. I wonder if any it's of the other such planets. Such an interesting concept. The, is the, now did they destroy Desilajic and Besadi clan, or is there just like one hut clan? I think from Clone Wars. Yeah, they're like it, it's the like, Hut clan. Like the Hut, but like there's a whole, there's like a Hut super body. Yeah, that has infighting in like Game of Thronesian politics. And going that's the Desilajics and the Besady, but I don't know if they still have those distinctions um, in this. Well, I think 
and this is reporting from making Star Wars from a while ago, mm-hmm. um, that possibly we are going to see like a droid Gatra, an uprising where mm-hmm. like they're like filling the void of the Hut clan, possibly. Wait, possibly. What's Gatra again? I the can't... droid Gatra, like a droid uprising. Okay. How do you spell that word? I've never heard that word. Uh, G-O-T-R-A. Um, but like with reporting we that uh, making Star Wars did and um, information that came to us uh, that we can't talk about uh, <laughs> on the air exactly um, from a long time ago. It looks like this droid Gotra is going to play a big role. And it looks like it has something to do with the with IG-11, perhaps IG-88. <laughs> And um, the power vacuum left by the Hut cartels. Um, talking about the trailer, just some of the highlights. Um, we see a lot of the Mandalorian, the titular Mandalorian, that is his, you know, his 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 gear. Um, you know, we saw a while ago that he has like the same cattle prod rifle that uh, the holiday special Boba Fett had, which I think is an excellent touch. Um, his costume, once you get to see it in full actuality, looks so beautiful. Well, not beautiful, but it, it it's beautiful to me because it's rugged and battle worn, and um, that he, it's really super tanky. He has a cape. I'm a sucker for capes. Mm-hmm. Um, we see what I think is one of the best kills so far in Star Wars canon. Um, oh yeah, I, I I can honestly say this ranks among um, Ben like blowing or kylo ren blowing out the kneecaps of that one praetorian guard and then lopping his head off um and race uh like cutting the one across the throat and like knocking him off the ledge that we see the mandalorian that you you just saw it right there grapple ropes a quarren yanks him on the ground and then blasts the door control and cuts this dude this quarren in half with the door um, oh God, Mike's just playing it on a loop right here. Um, and then like making Star Wars uh, reported and we reported on the air. Um, they uh, they uh, Razor Crest, the Mandalorian ship, uh, allegedly has a carbon freezing chamber inside of it. Presumably. Oh, shit. I forgot about that. Presumably. Uh, wow. Because and. Connor, I don't know where he shows up in the trailer, but Bill Burr's character is in the trailer dude, somewhere. He's in, he's, yeah, he's in the trailer. It's when, oh my, it's just, dude, Bill Burr in Star Wars is, oh, I know I how much it. it excites you. Who's Bill Burns again? Burr, he's Bill, Bill, Bill Burr. Burr's he's a, a comedian. comedian. Is he the guy, the old dude sitting at the desk? No. No, no. he's the guy, if you go to... That's Bill Maher. Uh-huh. Wait, that's... That's Bill Maher is the old guy who does like the late night show. No, he means like in this trailer. Oh, no. I Bill thought you Burr. meant Bill Maher was in this. Okay. No, no, no. Like, Bill Burr. If Bill Burr is the comedian. Oh, oh, all right. 40 okay. se- 41 seconds in the trailer and you see that Twi'lek who's yeah. played by... I can't remember. It's the woman Should who we... plays Nymphadora Tonks in Harry yeah, Potter. In Harry Potter. Yeah. The guy in the background looking away from the camera. That's Bill Burr. Wait, okay. Did the guy the person who played Nymphadora play uh, Osha in Game of Thrones? Yes. Oh, I see. Yes. Osha and yeah. uh, Nymphadora. Okay. She's in this as well. Yeah. Two Game of Thrones alum. All right. Uh 
we have that, but um, allegedly he has a carbon freezing chamber in his ship because presumably, um, and I love this like in universe logic where you like really think about something. Han Solo is such a notorious and big figure in that community. So when the news hit the galaxy as a whole, that not only was Solo finally captured, but the way he went down being tag teamed by the Huts and Boba Fett and the Empire, and that they froze his ass and shipped him to Jabba the Hutt. Mm-hmm. I think that like that hit the 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 criminal underworld and they went, that's fucking clever. <laughs> we should start freezing motherfuckers. They're like in a spice induced like haze. Like, like, yeah, like that like that like somebody somebody went, that's how you do it. Yeah. You freeze motherfuckers. <laughs> You, you, you freeze they them. They can't fight back from point A to point B. They, they can't can. fight back. You don't have to feed them. You don't have to give them any water. You don't have to take care of them. You put them in a fucking slab and you floor it to whatever planet you're going to. And if you piss them off, you just leave them in there too long and you fuck up the systems and you can blind them. Yeah. You can blind them or whatever. Um, Allegedly, there is an Ugnaught that helps the Mandalorian run the carbon freezing chamber inside of his, tr- his uh, ship played by Nick Nolte. Oh shit! Nice. Uh, I've okay. forgotten so much about this show. Like, I'm excited for it, but like, I'm not like fallen order. More excited Mad Max for than it. I thought. Yeah, right. It's very Mad Maxy. Um, so yeah, Mandalorian coming out in full force here. Uh, lots of stuff to be excited for. Um, Look, I'm sorry. The, the Mandalorian ship. They got a lot. Of, you can tell they got a lot of. Uh, what do you call it? Especially, from, they got a lot of uh, inspiration from a starship called Jasper's Legacy, which was originally Jango's ship before he got Slave One. Well, Just it's that, that and it's there. supposed to be like a Clone War era ship. Oh, like it's okay. supposed to be one of those like this is like this is cheap now. Yeah, yeah. Because it's at this point like damn near 20, 30 years old. Yeah. So it's like you know it's a he's flying a beater mm-hmm. that he's just basically tricked out like the Falcon. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we have that. Uh, tra- uh oh, that was a P thirty eight starfighter shooting at it. All right, I like those. Cool. I, I didn't actually put it in here. Okay. Uh, real just, quick. Just talk Kenobi shit. Yeah, we're just gonna talk Kenobi real okay. quick. Um, and then you can have the Clone Wars uh, link I have here. Um, we uh. I just love the random noises coming from Connor's end. Yeah, like, no, I have no idea. because I'm in my lobby, so, like, the door, the entrance to our, uh, to my villa is, like, right there, so. That's hilarious. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it can't be any if I can fu- If I can fucking find a better place to record, I'll try to. It can't but, be. But, like, it can't it's be, literally just not that. It can't be worse than Spencer's roommate just randomly screaming in the background. Yeah. An oh, occasional door God. opening is nothing. Um. I still can't believe that exists today. I'm, Mike has a picture of Dark Side Ray pulled up. Um, oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, I just realized something in the uh, Rise of Skywalker trailer, but we'll we'll get to it. We'll, yeah. We'll get there. Fuck. Uh, wow. We got an official announcement of uh, the Kenobi show. Me, Ray. Well, I'm so <laughs> happy because, like, um, when that was leaked a few days but like a week before and i posted it in tau swift and so many yeah. people are like clickbait and i'm like 
No, maybe, man. Hollywood reporters maybe on Maybe not. Actually, while I talk, can you try to find the clip of uh, Ewan McGregor and Kathleen Kennedy at D23 just so we can play that? Because it's just so beautiful and wholesome. Um, but no, we did get official confirmation of an Obi-Wan Kenobi show coming to Disney+. Plus. Uh, that's, I think it's eight years after yeah. Return of the... No, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, eight, yeah. eight years after episode three. Um, and that's all we fucking know. So that's all we have to say about it. Um, we're all very excited for it. That goes without saying, but yeah. We're very grateful. Very grateful. Indeed. To our Disney overlords. We're happy to have him back. Happy to have him back indeed. Uh, Real quick, I'm going to see if Travis can pull up a video of them talking. It was so adorable. Did you see the video of them? No, I Oh, it's so cute. Maybe we do have one more announcement. Got it. After secrets and fibs and not being able to talk about it... I am thrilled to bring out a beloved member of the Star Wars family. Music <laughs> It's Ray Park. <laughs> oh, you're going to give me a DJ Plus show. <laughs> That's why I'm not drinking. Can you ask me in front of all of these people, all of these witnesses, can you please ask me, am I going to play Obi-Wan Kenobi again? Ewan? Yes? Are you going to play Obi-Wan Kenobi again? Yes. impressive she managed to put on that on considering she got fired a couple weeks ago yeah, yeah, yeah a couple weeks us. ago uh oh, back yeah. in september um a year back ago two years ago yeah two years ago yeah kathleen kennedy gets fired a lot yeah it's almost she still comes back fired it's, from it's what weird being like Mike, the, we're joking <laughs> no yeah. the, like all of like the like geeks and gamers mike zeros of the world like every couple months kathleen Did kennedy being let go from lucasfilm <laughs> major league oh, oh the fan the fandom yeah. menace review so oh fucking good uh, go. oh my god so funny i almost rolled I out of my dying. chair watching it um with that uh connor you want to go ahead and take this next link about clone Wars season seven sure not so. much news we just got a date for when season seven is going to go live yeah so pretty much all we got is that clone Wars season seven is going to arrive on Disney Plus in February of 2020. So on the horizon, um, I think it said February. That's really 12th. All I have. Yeah, yeah, February 12th, I think, is the date. Um, oh, I didn't see the and then, and then there's a photo that they released with it with Darth Maul in the um, in a close-up, basically looking at Ahsoka, 
who has two blue lightsabers um, ready to face him. Yep. And I'm psyched. I had to give you that one since it had uh, Lady Tano in it. Um, I love her. Your girl. With that, we can get in to the big talks. To the big Mm. one. We get into the big one. We have a little bit bit of a preamble before the big one. Um, We do have... Uh, we have a new poster for the Rise of Skywalker. We're gonna get in the Rise of Skywalker talk now, kids. Um, which those of you at home know that this is the one I'm excited to talk about. Um, Dude, same. So this poster, absolutely fucking beautiful. I can honestly say this is one of my favorite Star Wars posters ever. Um, I it love. Looks so, it looks so bad and, and photoshopped, and, and a fan could have made it better. And- Where's Star Wars poster? Wait, yeah, you guys you guys heard about like how Palpatine was poss- was probably used for this poster, right? Wait, oh, with like the McDermott was used. Or what no, I heard that I heard that um that a hot, apparently a hot toys palpatine figure yeah. was used. Oh, I saw it. that too. I don't know how much I trust that though. I Yeah. It, it like could they... go either way. It you know and I saw this one thing on Twitter that was like, oh, you mean they used an uncanny, accurate, like scout or sculpting? That's of... the thing. Like it, 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 it honestly looks like him. Like, yeah. It really, like, like, like when you look at the emperor, like I think we put this image in our head of what he really looks like. Yeah. But then when you really look at him, I mean, he. Well, I <laughs> well, don't think I don't think the poster's meant to be photorealistic. But yeah. like yeah, that's still like you look at that and then yeah. you still, look at like it looks right. It, yeah. Like yeah. As much as some people don't wouldn't want to say i mean that's that's like what he looks like yeah that's what guys they're gonna kill off the emperor in this one just kill off another major character in the star wars universe <laughs> god damn it <laughs> he, he's gonna he's gonna fall down the escalator to the core of star killer 2 okay i need to ask you mike did you misspeak and say escalator did you actually mean he's gonna fall down an escalator yeah he's gonna like trip down okay i didn't know if you like, misspoke like, and meant like elevator shaft or no meant no escalator. Like an escalator yeah like he's gonna like <laughs> the up escalator to be specific <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Down to the core, you know, where the, the, the custodian, he keeps his supply closet. Uh, where he up my hip that. has not been the same since I fought Master Yoda in the Senate arena. <laughs> That's Finn's, funny. Finn's just there mopping up the floor. <laughs> you ever hear the tragedy of Darth Senate? Do <laughs> <laughs> you ever hear the tragedy of my original right here? <laughs> This is gonna be a new bit on every episode. It's just geriatric Palpatine riffing. It's gonna be so um, fun. Oh my it's god! It's gonna be so much fun. Yeah, no, but legitimately, the poster's really beautiful. Um, a All lot the, of the, I'm sorry, the fan editing of it that I've seen, were like 3D effects. You know what I'm talking about? Or like, like the lightning's crackling or, out from it. Or like, yeah, like the live effect on the poster looks really cool. Like. It's simple enough that people can just mess around with it and do fun shit. Oh, yeah. Um, But it's also gorgeous on its own. Oh, absolutely. It's become my wallpaper um, from the moment it came out. Dude, legit. I was at, I was like hanging out with friends um, in the common area in one of the other buildings. And I'm reading the live stream of the, uh, of D23. And when the poster got revealed, I like was, dude, 
I've never screamed fuck so many times in such a short time than when that happened. And then when I heard about the D23 footage. Oh, yeah, it's it's wild. Um, Jared, do you have anything else to say? What is what do you think that is? I think that's like just supposed to be like an artistic version of like the piece of Death Star debris that they're fighting on in the sizzle reel. Mm. Yep. Or it's just a different piece of Death Star debris. You know, yeah, like, like it's it's I think it's just supposed to be like, hey, here's the scene where they're fighting in the wreckage. Oh right. Um or it could be a piece of Star Killer two. <laughs> or Death Star three. Or Death Star Three. <laughs> no. Afterwards oh, when Ray's like fuck whenever they both get destroyed, he yeah. goes after Ray and this oh, is, and that's the and <laughs> You know, you know how the resistance destroys Death Star Three and Star Killer Two yeah. oh, with geez. malevolence too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Give me that. Oh, we're bringing it all back. We're bringing that. it all back, baby. Um, no, but all a lot right. of people have pointed out that, uh, and I think this is a very clever observation. That like, obviously, like you have like the like the red lightning striking behind Kylo Ren and it looks like blue lightning striking behind Rey is that the blue aura, like not the lightning strikes themselves, but like the aura around them that kind of like meets like Palpatine's face looks like the Sith alchemy mm. that was going on in Clone Wars season seven um, of in the episode sacrifice where he and Count Dooku are doing that Sith ritual and they both cast lightning into this cauldron. It has like the same blue haze that emanates from it. It's also the same blue haze from when Palpatine explodes when Vader kills it, when Anakin kills him. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think people are kind of like, I mean, that may pay, play a role. Um, that may just be conjecture and we're looking too much into like blue lightning. Um yeah. And anything, anything, and everything is on the table within reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I love this. I love. I love the poses going on here. Um, uh, gonna, you know, shout out to girls with sabers. Uh, the whole Byronic hero thing going on with Kylo Ren, and it's it, it, it's very. It's I very, need to read up on that. It's it's it, they Honestly. have a great video on it about like. How Kylo Ren is cut from the same cloth as your Batmans, your Wolverines, your, you know, angsty anti-heroes. Um, but like his pose is very, you know, Night Stalker, you know, here to fuck shit up. Um, Ray in your traditional Jedi hero pose. Um, Travis, one of my favorite fan edits of this was they switched it. And edited it so clearly his helmet was off and you could see like Adam Driver's luscious hair that I no longer have Mm. Um, like blowing in the wind his saber's blue and And Ray's holding a a red saber staff it was a fan edit I saw that and I was like oh and then someone did another edit where like the helmet was off and they were embracing and kissing Um, because Raylo baby Uh, I wonder what they name him Bray Ren no, Raylo. Name the child. Oh. oh, oh, name the kid. Yeah, the kid. Bren. Oh, Bray. I don't know. Bren. Uh, make Rain. up. 
What? Steve. Steve. Ma- Steve Rogers. I feel like at this point you need to you need to like make up for some shit, so I think you named the first kid Han. Anthony Steven. <laughs> I think you have some cleanup to do. So you kill one Han Solo and then you make a second one. Um I, I thought that deserved a this, bigger laugh, but fuck you guys. This, this piece um, of wreckage that they're standing on vaguely reminds me of that thing. I mean it's not, but it reminds me of that thing that Luke was kind of like uh hugging while after his dad cut his hand off and Vader's like, Luke, I am your father. That just kind of vaguely reminds me of that. Oh, yeah, I can yeah, see that. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah, because he's, like, he's standing on it and then he's hanging off of it. Yeah, I see it. Just something about it just kind of reminds me of that. And being that, you know, th- these people want to make money, they're going to want to send these little innuendos. So I wonder if that is anything or if not, then. Whatever. No, but like, I don't know. Star Wars and this is, you know, and this goes back the franchise as a whole. Is like all the best fights happen in some like vaguely industrial environment. Yeah, you yeah. know. Yeah, you know, like the energy stuff in one. And yeah, then... like like the plasma refinery and, um, what? you know, Mustafar, Mustafar, Cloud City, yeah, the Death Star, yeah. yeah. There's this kind Death of like Star very two. metal. Like everything is, you know, Death Star three. Yeah, Death Star three <laughs> and Star Killer two. Damn it! You I'm heard so, it I'm here sorry. first. It's yeah, happening. You're... Yeah. yeah. Um, and again, I do Death, not endorse this. And again, Death Star 3 will be revolving around Starkiller 2. And like... No, guys, guys, yeah. hear me out. Just skip ahead a little bit. So you know the shot in the, tr- in the sizzle reel of all the Star Destroyers? What if... <laughs> yeah, I'm listening. They all, like, Jesus can Christ. join together into <laughs> Death Star 3. Like fucking... <laughs> Like, 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 yeah. like Voltron. Like Voltron Death Star. <laughs> like a fucking Megazord. <laughs> a Mega Death Star. They become the Eclipse Star Destroyer. They become the... Yeah, heard it here first. Oh, oh man. Jesus. Um, God, this is so, it's so cool. Like, it's so... So, before we get into the sizzle reel that was released today on Good Morning America, um, they had a sizzle... Or pretty much died... Yeah, yeah right. um, they did. They had like, they had another little reel at uh, the beginning of D twenty three. The shots that were in it were um, the crew, our new heroes uh, in the Millennium Falcon. Uh, we had a shot of Kylo Ren without the helmet on, um, looking down in an all white room. At a cr- I've heard that I've heard that it's as at a case that that is the blockade runner. Yeah, allegedly it's a Tanta V four, but that could you know we want to latch on anything cool. to, to anything too uh, hardcore here yet. Um, but he's looking down at this case that opens up to reveal Vader's charred helmet. Now we don't know if it's the same helmet or like maybe an older helmet it's that he found. Probably as well. the same. It's probably helmet. the same one, and it got transported to him. Whatever. Yeah. Regardless, there's a Vader helmet he's looking at. Regardless, and then, um, and then there's a scene where Ray says, "It's too dangerous. I have to go alone to Finn." And that was all we got before. And though all those all those leaked out to the public because they didn't give a shit. Finn's in trouble again. Crap. Now, um, we are gonna. Um, uh, We're all just really excited, wait, guys. Okay. We're, we can't special speak. guest TJ Bowser. Yeah, special guest. And we have a live live caller to the Dubac Discussion podcast. One T.J. Bowser. Oh Christ! Hey, 
be to me tonight? What? <laughs> is that episode going to be getting to me tonight? Yeah, we're recording right now. <laughs> Hi, listeners. How are you? <laughs> what? <laughs> What's happening? TJ is... Okay. TJ just, just called. Sure that you guys are doing this, okay? Yeah, we're <laughs> yeah, we're, <laughs> we're talking about the twenty three stuff. And, like my phone starts buzzing, and I didn't want to reject your call, but I was like, I'll fuck with it a little bit, and we're keeping all of that. Oh my mind, gosh! Love is the balance, okay? Oh, love is always the balance, and you're on speaker, so everyone's hearing you. Okay, excellent. Well, talk to y'all later. See you on the Gormor podcast. See ya. No, they won't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Later, buddy. Later. That was a great little cameo from TJ. It was very impromptu. Yeah, that was amazing. Um, I have a lot of clips to fix now. Oh, you son of a bitch! I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's my bad. Uh, you want to pull up the sizzle reel to at least play like from all the Rise of Skywalker stuff? I mean, it's just music. They're just and then just so we can talk through it. Yeah, that's a good idea. Well, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is way easier for us all to see it. Look, though. we have. B-wings, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely y-wings. right. All right, we'll get to. Yeah, oh, my, I am. We. I am Mike s- also has his laptop up on the table. I am so aroused yeah. by this. Like, I'm. Thank God for. Thank. We're we're the fan. Like we're the fans. We've been sticking with it. You know, we're like. We're the chosen ones. All right, so we have a desert. Yeah, desert yeah this is Pisana with a very vibrant village here. I love the aesthetic of this. This is very. Um, and just so people know, like the first uh, minute, one minute and like 10 seconds is just is just clips from every single Star Wars film before this. Yeah, it's just all, you know, and let I, me tell you, I um, I pretty much cried. Oh, yeah, it was very, it was very emotional we, experience. I mean, we could unmute it because there is speech, you know. Yeah. Is there? Yeah. What is? What? I think Luke said does like the, Daddy pouts. Oh yeah, Daddy's yeah. Luke talks. has like the thousands of generations living. No, but, but then Daddy and that, speaks. Yeah, and, oh, <laughs> and yeah. then Palpatine at the end. Your journey. Okay. Will they be able to hear it if I or would it be better? Travis? It would sound better through Travis's. Yeah. Would you be able to, Travis? Yeah. Travis. Just so people can hear it, and then we can. You're acting like they didn't already watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming. What did you say this planet was called again, Jared? Pasana. Pasana. Thanks. Perhaps they're observing a ritual harvest festival, or maybe they're commemorating their brother, uh, Sand People, slaughtered by Sand hating Anakin Skywalker. Well, I just love the fact that, like, all the other desert planets always feel so drab. Yeah. This feels so vibrant. Yeah. Dude, this is really, for some reason, weird. Oh yeah, it's such a good one. We have B wings, Y wings, A wings. We have original Imperial Chargers. That's from Star Killer Two. Yes, it's in.
Look at that. Okay, every hair on my body. Every hair on my body stood up. If they played that in a minor key, it'd be funny if she was becoming... Dude, I need to see this in a fucking movie theater, like in IMAX or whatever. Yesterday. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Okay, so like we said, we have them... So we can play through it without the sound here, just just to engage it. We have um, Leia again. Um, Look, we have... You can pause it. You hear yeah. We have B-Wings... I'm a space. I'm one of my favorite things about Star Wars is the ships. So we have B wings. We have somebody who we can have, cover that for me. Have, please. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. We have Y wings. We have A wings. We regrettably, I do not see any Rebellion era X wings. These are all just the X wings that they ripped off from the Z95 Headhunter designs. But that's so cool. And we, we have, have A. What is what is Corvette. the one ship? Um, that's a bit up to the right. I'd, th- I'd say, uh, of the yes. blockade runner. I'm thinking it could be a Corellian craft. It could be like a YT ship. That's not, that's just a theory yeah, I have. That's like what it looks like. Yeah. Kind it's of, not I'm the... Uh, it almost, I mean, it's not Dash Rendar ship, but there's like there's so many different YTs. There's so many different... Thousands. I don't know. Yeah. I really don't... Like, it could be Zora Bliss's ship. Like, it Which looks cool again? and everything. She, she's the, she. she's the, the purple bounty hunter. Yeah. From the Vanity from Rep- Fair stuff. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. not familiar with this. Okay. Yeah, because like... Okay. Hold on. You'll, you'll see what I'm talking about. That's pretty cool with the, uh, rebel- with the Rebellion stuff, but oh my god. The... Uh, and then with Jared saw a Tantive 4 right there. It, what? Oh, I mean, not a, a, tan- a, cur- a blockade runner. Her. She was in the <laughs> Vanity Fair stuff. Ooh. And she and Carrie Russell, who's playing Zori Bliss, said that like she's an old friend of pose but kind of sleazy kind of you know backroom dealy type mm-hmm. um so if she ends up being conscribed to help the resistance that could be her craft possibly yeah um and again so. that could just be a normal cruiser or it could be legitimate to actually be the tanta v4 okay here we have the fleet a fuck ton of imperial star destroyers circling above death star three ah uh. That got me so hyped. Th- this, I, I don't know. Yeah, like I agree with you, Connor. Like it wasn't even the rebel, it wasn't even the rebellion ships. It was just these babies. Like seeing the the imperial. And ships here's again. the best part. Somebody pointed out that they have cannons on the bottom on their ventral hull, and the first thing I clicked to was Darth Darth Vader's uh, Charles Soul series issue seventeen, the bombardment of Moncala. The yeah. exact same oh. thing. So I'm thinking the uh, the red lasers that we see just absolutely bombarding the fuck out of wherever that is. That's these. That's the star destroyers. I agree. And I'm a, yeah, I'm a love it. It looks. Yeah, it does uh, look like they have extra armament on the all, bottom of those star destroyers. All means aside, that's most likely what it is. Yeah. 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 All. Yeah. All Poppy. jokes about like a third Death Star and everything. Um, Happy Palps is coming back in full force. We're well, very happy. Yeah. Yes. You want to bring it back to the starters? I want to talk about that for a little longer. Just so we have it in front of us and we'll get ahead of ourselves. Um, I really like. It's like so we see in the first trailer that shot where there is seemingly an A-wing spinning out of control, exploding, right. and it looks like there's an Imperial Star Destroyer in the back. Something in the chat. That because I think that's what we're seeing here is that that's why it looks like there's Rebel. And there's like galactic civil war era ships mm. being yeah. used it's probably it's got to be the contingency i'm thinking yeah it, it, i think it's part of palpatine's you know back door 
is that like if he's brought wait, back? Wait a minute, but now now if he's brought back, then what the hell is this going to mean for the whole, the whole contingency thing? You know, that kind of means makes that it there's all... another part to it. But Cause okay, because well, it was so multi layered. It was. I think the plan was to destroy the empire, but then it, it wasn't to destroy the empire. It was to reboot it. Reform it. But it was all though. It was all in the event that Palpatine died. They're like, if they the can't event, protect me, they're not worthy of me. Those who aren't yeah. worthy. That was the point. That's why the people who made it to the end, yeah, who made it past Jakku, like Gallius Rax and Ray Sloan and you know Brendel Hux and all those people, they took them. Yeah, and they're like, okay, now we're gonna fucking hide in the unknown regions, right? And lick our wounds, but and come back. Going to be a part of that equation. It was always going to be that Palpatine, unless this was always the equation, because Gallius Rax was a part of that. I think he knew, though, that Palpatine was going to be dead. Like, Palpatine was dead. That was all that Rax was told. And then Rax died. I don't died. think... I, I know Rax died, but I don't think... I think Palpatine's plan all It was along, always resurrection, somehow. It was all... I think he always was banking on, I'm going to find a way back. Mm. I think the I think his end game was, I'm going to find a way back. Now, I don't think that Palpatine had anything to do with snoke necessarily i mean maybe but like what I was said, that whole thing about i sense a power out in the unknown regions calling to me like a dark side thing you remember that i think that yeah. i think that was snoke yeah i think that he sensed like there's another player coming here yeah and i think his death he okay he dies you mean palpatine Pal, yeah palpatine dies operation Cinder kicks off or the content, yeah, the contingency, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, all the oh, no, contingencies, yeah, yeah, right. but like Cinder, yeah, yeah, Operation yeah, Cinder right. specifically. Yeah. We start offing Imperial planets. We start offing any Imperial who does not have the wherewithal and the gumption to make it past a certain point here. Yeah, if they can't make the cut, it's a cleansing exactly. We're we're cutting the fat. If you Imperial if you could not have feasibly helped save me. I don't fucking need you in Empire Part 2 Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> so we're going to trim the fat. There was someone else. We're going to trim the fat. Band camp. Electric Boogaloo. That's hilarious. Yeah, continue. It's, it's a reference to the movie Breaking. Okay. Um, but so he's going to trim all the fat and they go out and then he, I think Palpatine was banking on something like the First Order coming up. I think Snoke shows up and expedites the process for him. Ideally, again... This is conjecture. This is wishful thinking. Snoke is Plagueis. I think that would be an amazing scene. I think that would be so cool. And you get to shut it. Oh, what if Snoke was nothing? Snoke was nothing. I think you can have a great scene where Kylo and Sidious are interacting. And Sidious is like, ah, yes, young Solo. You and I were trained by the same man. You knew him as Supreme Leader Snoke, and I knew him as Darth Plagueis the Wise. Like, you could have a great, like, and, like, people would lose their fucking shit, and then, you know, it would, it would be a great moment. Because if they're ballsy enough to be like, oh, by the way, Darth Maul's still alive by the time Han Solo's kicking around, people can okay, operate well, Google. People can, I, I think we're past the point of, like, having to, like, hold normal fan like, people who just see the movies. I think we're past the point of having to hold their hands, mm-hmm. and I think we're past. No, no, no. I, I get that. It's just the fact that with with Solo, you have it precipitated upon the fact of Clone Wars, 
and Rebels. I understand that, but like Plagueis is name dropped in a movie. Like the most yeah. legwork a, you have to yeah, in a movie, but there's no story to him out. So there's no canon story to him. No, the canon than, story is he taught his apprentice everything yeah. he knew, is and, and his apprentice killed him in his sleep. Like that's you know that's all that matters is like that story. You don't have to have the whole book be canon to just say, oh, and he was my master and I killed him. Clearly, he got away. Slippery little bastard. <laughs> I took after yeah. him. I, I don't know. It and, just you know, it would just, to me it just seemed awkward to have. Um, them Palpatine or someone else reveals. Well, it also this- it also shows like the fact that this is a trick that Palpatine's been hiding up his sleeve, and you can also kind of backdoor that as like an explanation because a big part of this movie is going to rest on how believable Palpatine's resurrection is, possibly possible resurrection, how this all worked out. A lot of this is going to depend on how feasible that is. So if we establish. Yeah. This is like this is a fucking Sith magic trick that is incredibly hard to pull off. Mysterio type shit. Yeah. And um and just say like, oh yeah, he 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 pulled it off. I thought he was dead. Clearly I was wrong. And hey, he's not the only one who knows how to do that kind of thing. Clearly. Hmm. Hmm. Um have a moment like that. I think that would be cool. But I think he trims the fat, he gets rid of everybody. The Empire is condensed to the top dogs. They start to establish the First Order. Snoke helps speed that up and comes to lead it. But I just wonder why would Snoke want to if Palpatine killed him? You know? Why would Snoke... That's the ultimate Sith fuck you. You thought you killed me, bitch I lived. I'm gonna take your bitch. Yeah. And now... And also, we also... We're also talking about the rule of two Sith. Who weren't that spiteful for the most part. Most of them were able to go like, oh, this is all for the greater good of the Sith. Yeah. So I think I think feasibly if Snoke is Plagueis, he'd be able to look at this and go, "Okay, Sidious dropped the ball. Have a little bit of a neener, neener, neener moment. Take over and be like, "Okay, the goal here is the advancement of the grand plan. And like he and and like he would he would jump right back into it and have his eye on the prize. Sidious, who is incredibly spiteful, who is incredibly self-absorbed, is going to jump into this with the expressed intention of I just want to have as much power as I possibly can again. So I think that what we see here with this cavalcade of ISDs is him having this up his sleeve for when yeah. he comes back recognizing that he is going to have to reclaim his empire mm-hmm. having an army ready and i think this is where these sith troopers are coming from because yeah there, there's some like i think that like while he had the whole first order thing going on i think he may have had servants who knew he was back who knew or... not necessarily that he was back but knew that he could come back yeah and we're getting ready for it. Very much like some of like Voldemort's most dedicated servants mm-hmm. where, you know, you had that thing where like all of them were like, we know he's going to come back at some point. We need to be ready that the second he does come back, we need to be boots on the fucking ground. Right. But I'm saying though that the first order, I don't, I think it's like what the, what was laid out in the Wendig novels was that Palpatine was going to be dead. There was nothing ever about Palpatine coming back. So maybe it's the first order 
they were just following the contingency as far as they knew. Then if there was another yeah. part, which was, I mean, and I know for a fact this was not in the Wendig stuff, then maybe there were some First Order dudes on the inside yeah, who, th- who knew, you know, but I, I, I th- I'm convinced that the First Order, they 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 were like, that we are, you know, our, our yeah. Palpatine's gone. Well, I, th- I think yeah. that's the point is that he wants to have like something more established. He wanted to, and I think yeah. feasibly with the amount of people in the First Order are old heads from the Empire. Yeah, there's got to be that if that if Emperor Palpatine comes back, the amount of them that will immediately drop to bended knee and like, you know, what is your wish, my emperor? Mm-hmm. And the amount of them that will like at the drop of a hat be ready to serve Sidious again. Mm-hmm. So I think that there's a little bit of like him having his own military ready to possibly merge with the First Orders or maybe it's. Maybe this is maybe, just flat out. Maybe it's a three-way order. fight. Maybe this is just Imperial that somehow he yeah. set to. The, and, but I, I, th- I think he had like the first order up his sleeve or, ready to. I think he was banking on being able to just slide into leadership of the first order. But either A, as supplementary forces, or B, in the event that doesn't work, he has this. To fight the first order to take. Yeah. Take it. Yeah. And like maybe show his ass. Yeah. And maybe it'd be like some moment of like divine resurrection where he shows up again and it's and look at the empire lives through me. Look at look at these ma- our 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 magnificent war machines back along. With you mean me. like showing like a cadre of like yeah first order leaders like or whoever the hell's left. I don't even know who's left now. I mean. Uh, there was never they never alluded to any sort never of council really, or anything like that. It was they like, never explained what the hierarchy is. Like yeah, if there's just, like moths and stuff in like just the first the order. Supreme but, leader and yeah. I think that's really and Ge- General Hux is like the preeminent like, military. Yeah, it was Hux. Sort. It was Hux Phasma and Ky- it was Snoke and the triumvirate of yeah. these three. Yeah, it was like Snoke and then Kylo, like <laughs> half a step above Hux and Phasma. But yeah, and then everybody else kind of falling in in like normal military rank, but. You know, it'd be funny. Uh, they, I don't. I doubt they'd mention this. I mean, maybe they do it in passing. But what if all these guys came from the unknown regions, and who has a history of following like imperial missions into the unknown regions? You know, I think well, that's a little. I so far, I know. I know. What if it was in pa- like, and it would be completely out of place to have him in this movie. But I'm saying like. Even like a little illusion as well, to where, especially like, with what happens, who was keeping these babies up and running while you know Palpatine was away. No, I totally now, agree. I know this what I know what happened to, to him throne. at the end of the Clone Wars. He, but you know, eventually, yeah. you know, the engines stop and yeah, no, eventually they, he right? they, eventually Thrawn and Ezra end up yeah. somewhere in the unknown regions. But like, I mean, and I know that it's not, but I just I think it'd be interesting. It like, would totally be interesting, you know? and I, again, I, and I know I'm the one like, who just said like, General Sindula, please report to whatever. Maybe it could be almost kind of like that. But then again, yeah. that's probably too big of a plot device to just rest on where the yeah. where these coming from but yeah I but I, I legitimately think that these palpatine waiting like lying in wait and the sith troopers are connected but i think the, but there's a again, i think there's a steady thread between these star destroyers the sith troopers and palpatine we also have the reporting i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off again mike as i saw you begin to talk we had the we have the reporting from making star wars talking about how a lot of the Knights of Ren plotline. Yeah, and he's going after about, Knights of Ren, and so it's like. There's, well, that's it's not like a, certain it's like either. Four way fight. It, that's not certain either, because like it was, they were they because they said in the Vanity Fair article that he is killing a Knight of Ren in that shot in the trailer, and then they took it out. So I don't know if that means they were wrong. 
And yeah. it was it, that was a retraction because they were incorrect or because Disney said, please take this out. That could go yeah. either way. However, I think because making Star Wars has done a lot of reporting talking about how the Knights of Ren, their mission, the reason why they haven't been present for The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi was because they were sent on a mission into the into the beyond, into the unknown regions. And without delving too much into certain leaks, that's where Palpatine comes into play. Is that in their travels out there, they encounter him. And it go, they're like, you're you're fucking alive what and then like maybe they, yeah maybe they come back and kylo's like they're like they're not following the first order and kylo being the supreme leader he can't lose face so maybe he like has to attack them and be like no 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 we're we're serving you know yeah i don't know yeah. but be, the thing is i don't think the sith troopers can be too tied to these stars okay let's just say these are like a like a faction okay these are let's say these star destroyers are all controlled by palpatine you know we have this whole thing, this faction of Star Destroyers and Palpatine. They're all together. But then you have the Sith Trooper thing. I think, though, that that – maybe it's just a name. Like, a, they're just beckoning back to old times like by, like, giving something the name of Sith Trooper that they they just want to strike fear into people. Because, like, if these things aren't necessarily related to the First Order, then you can't – but the thing about the Sith Troopers is that they're, they're, they follow a First Order design on their helmets – so I think they're very much involved somehow in the First Order. That could also know? be, and you're absolutely right, but I think that could also just be upgraded tech. I think it could also well, be like whoever, however they are helping to keep this faction armed is like, okay, we see like like the First Order has like, has the most, has the second most recent version of what the best way to do an, an infantry trooper's helmet is. You Palpatine mean, with whatever like you know, quote unquote offshore bank accounts he may have been operating this from. Yeah, maybe went okay. We're gonna have better tech and better equipment and better gear. I, I because of the name Sith, I think this is hinging on Palpatine, sure. and I think I think oh, yeah. I think these Star Destroyers have something to do with um, Sidious and the Sith Troopers, and I do think the Sith Troopers are serving him. I just think. And I hear what you're saying, but I still think that the, these have to be somehow related to the first. I, I agree. I think, know, I, like, think, I think there's, cr- I think there's crossover the here. Yeah, like Star Destroyers, First Order, and Palpatine, and then yeah. the First Order. That's – yeah. I can't – I wish I could draw like a Venn diagram. It's a Venn diagram. Yeah. You know, these, well, are, in, these are in the, the middle section. The Sith Troopers are in the middle section of the Venn diagram, which crosses Palpatine doing stuff and First Order doing stuff, you know. Yeah, and, and I, I do. Star Destroyers are in the Palpatine part, and I do legitimately think that somewhere along the way here, there are people in the First Order who are in the know. Yes, that's oh, what yeah. I think too. Yeah, one hundred percent. They might that, like that. No, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised going on with him. Knew, yeah. if we got to know who they were in this movie. Yeah, like I think Allegiant General Pride. Richard E. Grant's oh, character, oh, yeah, I like I think, with oh, like right. like that would be a big part of his character. Is like, make, yeah, maybe he's the one who's like who is, you know, Running like stuff back and forth. Yeah, like I'm like doing I, like a Newt Gunray type thing. Yeah, he's he's running know? between the two. Like he's like you know, oh, I'm keeping the first order ready because the first order is meant to serve the emperor. Yeah, you know, stuff like that. Um, we just, keep going. Heard, we got like, hung one, up on those star destroyers. But everyone thinks that like, oh no, the emperor is dead. We have to. Yeah, there's like maybe like a pocket here of people who know the truth. Yeah. 
It's so neat, though. And then we've got, okay. Yeah, yeah Finn and John, uh, this person, Jana. This person just reminds me, Jana, Sana, I'm saying. This person reminds me of Sana Solo, Han Solo's wife, and some of the new. Uh, <laughs> I would hesitate to say wife, but okay. Well, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah For yeah, obvious yeah, reasons. Yeah. She has that like smuggler, you know, yeah. scoundrel vibe going. She's got the 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 goggles, goggles, and well, yeah, and uh, with Finn and and we okay, and we've got three PO with red eyes. That's taken from uh, that's right out of the Doctor Afra stuff. What well, was the name of her freaking triple droid? zero? Triple zero, triple zero. He, dude. I I'm, swear, if C three PO goes ape shit, I will be so happy. So I'm of two minds with this, but I think this might be one of the this might be because of one of the uh, potential leaks. Well, I'm not we gonna see, say it on here. Well, we see in Jared, the poster. You might know it. I don't yeah. know. I don't well, know one of the leaks. Well, we see. Um, we see the poster, and then he's got like a fucking bandolier. Or some yeah, shit. we see the poster where he yeah. has the bandolier and the bowcaster. Bowcaster, yeah. In that one leaked poster, we saw the image of him. We you know we hear the whole thing about how he's going to be holding everybody's stuff, um, and that there is allegedly a scene where three PO cuts loose. Either oh, wait, there actually is. The, oh shit! Oh no, not that necessarily. Like, just that, like maybe like because we see him with the stuff that like maybe there's a moment where like oh, that okay. all comes together. I thought there was I thought there was like a, an actual rumor. No, I I don't know. Okay. I'm saying that like maybe because do you guys care? Do you guys care if I uh, say the leak? If like um, leak per se, but like I'll just say this: it has to do with his memory. That's what I was getting at here in a second. Okay, yeah. So yeah. I don't know if like maybe they're they're doing the red eyes because that's supposed to be evocative of triple zero to me and that like it's a protocol droid with red eyes you can't help but not think of him but i can't tell if what they're going for is like the eyes turn red you know and now he's in murder mode and he's mowing motherfuckers down with a bowcaster (laughs) um or like you were saying connor that they are that the reason the tanta v4 is so important is because they have his original memories in it and that they're going to utilize his watching of the the Galactic Republic fall and become the Empire, mm, like maybe and stop like Palpy. Maybe, maybe maybe stop Palpatine, but also use that as like you know, kind of like in the same way where he does like the story time with the Ewoks, like yeah. give him an opportunity to literally just sit down with Ben and be like, I know, I and be know, like, you've been you, fed not, you've been fed nothing but lies about your grandfather from both sides, right. That's, yeah. No that's one told you the story. Fu- no one First told you. Perspective. Yeah. No one really Black knew stories. as far as yeah. I mean, I don't know how much Leia learned in that bloodline stuff. No, Leia, Leia knew as much as she needed to know, but they kept they kept Ben in the dark until he was. You mean much as she needed to know is in what? Like how, what did as she in, know about She him? knows who her father was, knows of who, knows of what Anakin Skywalker was and did. But doesn't but, know him, I guess, like 3PO knew him, right? Exactly. Yeah. Like she never got to meet and experience Anakin Skywalker. Right. The hero. Right. You know, the hero without fear. He never got to meet him. Yeah. She never got to meet him. I like you use that title. That was one of his original. Yeah. That was a good. Oh, yeah. That's that's my jam. I'm very proud of you. Um, But I think that you could have a really beautiful moment where, you know, they're like, oh, like, like whatever. And there's there's other stuff. I don't want to get too deep into like making Star Wars leaks 
to avoid spoilers here. Yeah. But they might need 3PO's memories to find a I'm not going to say MacGuffin because we've been using the term MacGuffin wrong for years. A plot coupon, as Patrick Willems put it, um, <laughs> that they need to find a plot coupon to advance the story. And the, perhaps they use 3PO's old memories. One plot, please. Yeah, well, this is for one plot advancement. Go back to jail. I have a gift yeah. card. Um, yeah, get, get out a plot deadlock. spaces. Um not collect $200. Get out of first hour of Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> Free. I mean, first hour, first <laughs> hour of Endgame, yeah. Um, but that you can have a moment where, in the process, maybe Ben comes back to the Resistance because he's been forced out, because it's his only option left, and he's teetering on the light in the dark, and you have a moment where he gets, he gets that FaceTime with 3PO. And 3PO's like, look. And maybe not 3PO even engages it, but somebody just sits him down with 3PO with the presumption of, look, no one told you the truth about who your grandfather was. And the only person who ever told you that much about him deliberately only told you the shit that would turn you into a sociopath. Here's who he really was. He was a compassionate, brave, good man who got drunk on power and turned into a fucking monster. But you know what? That wasn't the end for him. He could come back because he made the choice to come back, and you can too. What is this? I'm theorizing. Okay. Okay, I'm theorizing. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. That's okay. that's not leak based. Okay. No, I okay. think. Okay. There, I like it. It sounds really good. There have been really there have been really leaks. Convincing. There have been leaks and rumors based around the use of three POs memories and people who have been theorizing about yeah. going back to the Tanta V4 to retrieve his memories. I don't I haven't heard many It'd be funny if that's how simple it was, just going getting back to the ship to get yeah, back. Go back where it all started. That, really like lit- Oh my god. Yeah. Just like yeah. I wish there was a fucking camera for shit like that. Um yeah. I see but, everything now. Yeah. yeah, I see. You want to get closer again? Um, but yeah, I think I have. I haven't heard any leaks or rumors to my memory that are super reliant on three PO's yeah. memories. But like, I've heard it come up, and I think that that would be a cool plot device. It would make me cry. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and to, to I'm, be, I'm feeling a bit. I think you're feeling a bit too. Like I can yeah. kind of see it. Like yeah, like it's just so beautiful. Yeah. I and mean, like have a moment that just harkens back to who Anakin was, and I think. That's that's the moment you have have a force ghost scene. It, There's so much you can it's, do it's one here. Of the, it's one of those scenes where it's like he's like three PO is just like because he's a droid. He's just sort of casually delivering it like oh you know like Master Anakin was blah, 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 and you know and yeah. like, Kylo's like you know he's just like he's taking it all in and then like what if that was a pan to a force ghost? And, yeah, oh, the, like, you, you could know. have him actually tell the story and be like yeah, I I was a good dude. One of them and like, I got drunk on power and it turned me into something that I hate. Right. And there's still time for, for you, you to be to, saved. Yeah. To please, not make the same mistakes. Please, yeah. God, please stop. I think there's going to be a lot of that in this movie. What if Palpatine's offering Kylo like the the mantle of might? Oh. I, I think that's oh. a part of it. I think I think that's going to be a big part of it is Palpatine wanting like. A, he, he wants. I think either he wants another Skywalker 
or he's like, fuck this fucking family. I'm done with you, <laughs> cocksuckers. I'm going to incinerate all of you on spec. I'm not dealing with another fucking one of you. And what will I use to do it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pulls back the curtain to Starkiller 2 and Death Star 3. Absolute fucking carnage all around. I'm sorry we keep God bringing it up, guys. This is so funny. <laughs> so funny. This started as a joke off the air. Like, we offhandedly made it and have kept making it as though everybody else in the room heard us make it when you guys got here. <laughs> um, But yeah, I think, I think that's either 3PO going into a new mode. I think you it's just like a map. killer mode. I, I think, I, I think it's a new mode. Kill. I think it, yeah. I think it's a new mode. I, 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 whether it be, you know, like like Connor just did, yeah, like the you know activate instant kill mode, or it's a memory thing, or maybe he's doing some type of like they plugged him into the ship, oh, and he's oh, like, like doing, doing type yeah, shit, doing maybe. diagnostic. I, I think this is him going into a different mode, just not killer mode. You think? Maybe killer mode. Oh, okay. Maybe killer mode. Maybe. We're re-uploading his memories, and he's basically regurgitating the last forty years of this franchise. Oh, what or if maybe he's like, in diagnostic mode. I think it has something what? to do with them like flipping a switch on him and him going into a different setting. What if it was him like regurgitating, like regurgitating something beautiful, like whenever Padme was like dying, or like when she was being brought onto her ship, like leaving Mustafar, or something about her being or pregnant. Or up, you know? my lad. Something, something about Padme being pregnant. Pregnant, uh, pregnant, preg- pregnant. Can you get pregante? Pregante. Oh, <laughs> you know, Yeah. What were you saying, Jared? Pregonate. Um, I say, or if you want to like have something that like tugs at the heartstrings and you know get a little bit of Raylo in there, um, you could have a moment where he's like recanting or like um, retelling the story of Anakin and Padme's wedding, uh, and yeah. you could have like him tell a story of like. This was him at his best. Too bad. Where, where, like, he was nothing but love and compassion and heart. Like, th- like this was every everything good about Anakin Skywalker in a bottle. Yeah. A real, kind of, not a highlight. I mean, just a, a real, yeah, what you said. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, this is everything that was good about him. I saw that. Of course, not knowing about the same people, but, I mean. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying, though, yeah. is that, like. You and you have you can have a moment for Ben where you go, this is all of the good and love he was capable of. Mm-hmm. But also, he couldn't control himself when just a little bit of power and a little bit too much, or was even hot emotion was took even, him over. I mean, I guess, it, but it was power for Padme. That's what he wanted. He always wanted power, and he, yeah. I, th- I think Anakin had a yeah. very low threshold yeah. for having like a stake dangled in front of him yeah. for how crazy he'd go for that. Yeah, I don't think it had to be Padme. Because you're right. Yeah, in Episode Two, he's like, "One day I will be." But then again, was that he's always been power? Exactly, he's always yeah. been power crazy. But was it for himself, or was it for in his own way, like others? I think a little bit of both. I think yeah. you have in Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, because even when he left, who, when he left. Tatooine, he's like, I want to come back and I want to free the slate. Yeah, yeah. I, and then that's the thing is that like, yeah, I guess it goes hand in hand. Like it's like it starts on a pure level. Yeah, but like an obsession with power is an obsession with power. I don't care if like you say I want to be all powerful so I can free a planet full of slaves. That's great, but there's still a part of you that thinks you're entitled 
because of like to the, god the, level power the pureness of your intentions They're, or something yeah maybe. I don't and know. what do they say about good intentions you know i i think that like with anakin you can show like that he was he was capable of magnificent good and hellish evil mm-hmm. but he in the end chose the good because mm-hmm. we can all choose the good you can too fucking cut it out yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> get your head out of your ass and get the fuck and pick and make that blue and go fuck this guy up <laughs> right that'd be cool to see him like i want Imagine, like, like a, a shimmering blue say yeah like i yeah like i i really want there you to be a mean? moment where they like slap him upside the head and be like okay now go fuck scrotum face up <laughs> For the last fucking time. Yeah, we're gonna get yeah, this that, time. Yeah, yeah. That this line time from I'm Infinity. really gonna do it. Yeah. It's that line from the from fucking endgame, like this time we kill him properly. Like, I went for the head. Yeah. We didn't throw him down the reactor shaft this time. Yeah, we made sure that head bounced. We can keep going through the sizzle reel yeah, here. He okay. He doesn't look wait, just one more. He, yeah, he doesn't look violent yet, but I mean he's so. also just sitting up though, so that could very well just be him going like point me towards the Imperials. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> or what if that he could just be p- being powered up to go fuck some imps up yeah like it could be anything um so we have like that blaster cannon shot making impact i love that color of red they use like very reminiscent of the of star killer bases going on the yeah and like i said it i think looks, that's that's it snow- just looks so much better for some reason i think just the way it's framed i was just uh yeah agreed. Uh, i think that that is um that's gotta be the Star Destroyers. I agree. I think that's also making contact. I can't. I'm not Connor, if you remember, help me. I cannot remember the with besides Pisana. I can't remember the name of any of the new worlds. Um, the snow planet that Zori Bliss that we find Zori Bliss on. Uh, I think that oh, is. Is she going to be in? She's going to be in nine. Yeah, oh, she okay, was in like okay. the whole f- Vanity Fair rollout. Oh, okay. okay. Like the same place where like the picture of them the in the tip rain. Of my tongue. I can't. Remember. I, know. I know what you're talking. But they say that like Zoe, we're going to find Zoe Bliss on this snow planet. Um, we see yeah, that's the same snow it. planet that's in the first trailer very briefly. Mm-hmm. That's like that big, like beautiful cityscape where they're kind of coming in. Oh, and they land on the landing th- pad, presumably, maybe. Remember what we were talking about? Like- no, not that in the trailer. Oh, okay. When they come in and there's like that big cityscape and it's like oh, snowing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And that transitions into it. the shot of the Star Destroyer. Yes. Yeah. I think I think that is that blaster, that that turbo laser cannon firing on is firing on that snow planet just because it's dark and it's bluish and whatnot um that's a training remote yeah that's the thing i was gonna say i didn't realize that was a training remote and uh for a second yeah that was pretty much it i just got super fucking hyped and just basically ascended to an ethereal realm when she fucking threw the saber and then called it back to me, it looked like a, a holocron for a second. No, so yeah, we're gonna like go into this seconds. shot now with her. Which one? Uh, with the the lightsaber throwing bit. Go back. Um, okay. Yeah. So we see Raid training in the forest here. Um, if you look, she's also holding that one, that big stick. Could be Endor, for all we know. Well, I was gonna say, I think it is Endor. Yeah. Um, it the 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 fauna around her. It's all those like those ferns and the big redwoods. You know, because Endor was filmed in the Redwood Forest in California, I think that we're looking at, like, not necessarily filmed in the same location, but, like, they found, like, this is, like, the the, the, the vegetation here is very Endor adjacent. Mm. So, I would not be surprised if we're on Endor here. Again, it could be, it's it could be a new world. It could very well be a new world, but I do think that that is meant to be Endor. We see Rey 
training. Uh, she's working on a lightsaber throw technique. I like the um, everybody described her as calling the lightsaber back like Mjolnir. Which yeah. is odd because that's not how it's the shot is full, basically for the yeah. people that want to know. It, like this, the throw looks like just a regular lightsaber, like regular, but we've seen that before. And it doesn't, to me, invoke any kind of Mjolnir-esque other well, than it's funny. I, I think I other than weapon, the fact I call weapon back. I think beyond like, is any other time we see, I think the, uh, we see people throw, we, bring in the their movies we see back. Yoda throw his lightsaber in Revenge of the Sith when he's fighting the clones. Yeah. Because he throws it and he impales the one. But then he runs up and gets it. But I He mean, runs we'll, up and gets it we'll, and then Vader throws his lightsaber when he's fighting Luke in Return of the Jedi. But we don't see them force I think, bring it back. I mean, we only see Luke do that in the cave. We see... we see. I mean, we see... When Anakin, does Luke throw his lightsaber in a cave? I mean, when he brings it back to him. Not when he throws it, sorry. Oh, oh we're talking about throwing it or we yeah, talking about like bringing stuff back? Yeah, like a lightsaber throw. Like a lightsaber oh, throw well, and then calling it back. Oh. Like, we don't see Vader call it back, but like we hear him ignite it again, so you can only assume that like... He tossed it, caught it, yeah. brought it back on. I think the Mjolnir comparison that was coming out, like whenever before the tri- the footage came out, was because we never had like the like throw, cut, watch it travel, cut back to sender. And I think that they're saying like right there, like that shot right there is like we never like cut back to the person catching it again. Fair enough. Um, and I and I then I and I, I can understand like the Mjolnir. Toss I mean, comparison. Well, it's interesting. That's how we're going to see it now. I think we've just been, we've been our psyches have been blasted with Avengers for so long that like I think there's that's, something that's evocative about see seeing now. somebody call back. I literally yeah, did yeah. not even think of it until people started thinking of and still people started talking about it. I just was like, oh, cool. She forced pulled it, and I ascended. Yeah, well, that, <laughs> that, that, that's really like, legit. But yeah. I mean, this whole thing of like calling a lightsaber back after you throw it. I mean, it's not really anything. I don't think it's anything really It's nothing new. new. I'm just saying, like, no, the way it's, it's shot not. is, like, evocative. Oh, of, like, when it's really close up and he's... Yeah. yeah, like, it's 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 the same kind of shot composition where, like, again, Vader just, like, threw it and we cut to Luke falling I, off the bridge. I will say, I was expecting a full-on, like, you know, Steve Rogers catching me on there for the first time shot. Yeah, I was I'm, expecting her to, like, when I read that, I was expecting her to catch it vertically. I'm happy it's not. Yeah. Yeah, because that would just be too odd. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be like... And now we're using the exact same shot for the same effect in a different movie. Kind of like, there's also like yeah. part of our, a lightsaber and, doesn't have that kind of gravitas. Exactly. Like unless unless it was like it, there, there's no the it's more graceful. Catching, it's not. Yeah. It's not a the weight of catching mule there is so much more than yeah. the weight of catching a lightsaber. Yeah, because that's not it's not a heavy weapon. No. You also already had that moment in the Force Awakens. That's true. When oh, she mean, calls it from the snow. That's very true. Where like we have her like. Holy shit! Oh you know, god, it worked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I've seen people actually cut those scenes together, where like you have her, you know, like whenever Kylo Ren like tries to pull the lightsaber from the snow, mm-hmm. and then it flies back to Ray, and she's holding it, and she's all like gobsmacked by it, and then they cut to Thor and give it. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, we have Ray training out here. Um, there's the training remote. She does a lightsaber throw. Uh, she cuts up a couple trees. Um, the lightsaber comes back to her. Um, she seems kind of frustrated. I can't. That's why the Amazon's burning. I can't. <laughs> it's not Bolsonaro. It's it's Ray. I mean, if the lightsabers were real, man, they'd you yeah, I mean, it. Everything's yeah. on fire. Fucking yeah. But uh, I can't tell if she's like. 
I don't know. And this is where you get into something really interesting because of his foot, because of how the footage ends. That like, is she, like, working ribbons? up a? Oh, hold on, I have a theory about that. Um, we're like, okay, is she like getting a good workout, and that's why there's like, I know she can't catch a break with the faces. Well, no one can. They, I mean, that's <laughs> yeah, just mid like, shot. Actually, you know, I, it's not that it's Ray. It's not that's it's just like that face. So I'm gonna I mean there's like those frame. Leave it on that frame. That one meme <laughs> that one meme of like, you know, all the, the orgasm faces in Star Wars of like or like the psychotic murder yeah. face where Luke's like and then yeah. Carrie Fisher's like Carrie Fisher yeah. looks like she's shitting her pants. Yeah, and and you have and like Luke's like Yeah, you you have both Ray and Luke yeah. like blowing up their cheeks like puffer fish <laughs> for some reason. Um jeez. Oh, you know, but okay. What what are these Good. ribbons? What do you think the ribbons okay. are? Okay, well, real quick, I want to finish this with like the saber throw. I because of the way this ends with the whole dark ray thing, I can't tell spoilers if <laughs> I can't tell if it's her like getting a workout and it's not necessarily like anger, but she's just like like you know like she's been going at it for a minute here, yeah, and she's like kind of huffing, or if it's like. You mean her face? We're talking about her face. Not the, not the facial expression, but like you know, she's kind of like grunting and there's, throwing it oh, aggressively yeah. and calls it back and like there's like there's a lot of oomph to it. Yeah, and I can't quite tell if it's her like just training hard and getting a really good workout from it, or it if it's is. or it's like it's that dark side. Yeah, and like maybe maybe she's, maybe she's getting with it a little bit. She's struggling and she's getting angry. Or and which, I should, saw, which would be good to show because. And I heard People this. Struggle with that. Yeah. I think I can't remember who brought it up. It may have been Star Wars Explained when he was doing his breakdown. Alex Damon, I'm coming from that fucking belt. Um, hmm. I don't know what that means, but it seems entertaining. Schmoe down stuff. Okay. Um, but I love you. Nothing but love for Star Wars Explained. Um, of course. But I think he pointed out that like maybe like there was like a force bond moment between her and Kylo. And that he showed up right there and he's like, and again, because he is still in like, you know, grasping to the dark side of everything that he can was, you know, doing the whole something, something dark side, something, something. We have cookies. And she's like, shut the fuck up and throws the lightsaber yeah, uh, to make the vision go away of him. Right. Uh, but again, but that's still like her, like getting really heated in the moment. Um, uh also, before we move on to the ribbon thing, we have the stick and like during the celebration panel for episode nine where they showed a bunch of different stills. One of them was her like standing holding a stick and Daisy Ridley like looked up at the like the fucking love Daisy Ridley. She's so goddamn adorable as a human being. But she's like um but like they pull up a picture of her to, it's like a normal stick. It's on her staff, it's like that tree just branch fucking, yeah. that she's holding and she looks up and she goes and that is me with a stick <laughs> and she just got so excited to say it um so she has this the titular stick the rise of stick um that's the new name of the movie that needs to be a shirt just like the rise, the, rise the, the rise of stick <laughs> the rise of stick walker <laughs> we're on to something thrower. here stick thrower um so like maybe she's practicing some type of dual wielding here Oh, with like a staff and yeah, like maybe saber. trying to learn how to like use her staff and her saber at the same time. That would be an interesting skill. We've never really seen anything like that before. No, I don't. 
I mean, no. I mean, in Legends, we had like maybe somebody has like, to grab a double blade lightsaber for two seconds. Yeah, like his... like Ko Senderach when he fought Darth Vin, uh, Darth Vindican and Darth Malgus. Okay, I don't know who that is, but that okay. It was old Republic stuff. That okay. see, that's my area. Yeah, I can riff yeah. on that. Yeah, but like we see like Ko Senderach, like um, Satil Shan throws him her staff and he's like double teaming them but he's really only using it as like a light pike because he only has one blade on yeah um so like it might be a similar situation where she's like learning a one-handed style so that she can do the business with the staff that mm-hmm. would be really cool um to see such a personalized fighting style for her uh the red ribbons there is like an old myth and it transcends several cultures, if I'm not mistaken. Could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that like there are several cultures that have this kind of myth to it. That like people who are meant to be together and in each other's lives are tied by like a red string of fate. Mm. And that like in some of the deeper visual metaphors, there has been some of that like tied together kind of imagery before. I think there's a in-story logistical reason that she has a banding of some bandaging of some type on her hand that's red. Yeah, it's supposed to like call to the fact that her and Kylo are connected. But I, I also think that like there's a there's like yeah. a visual metaphor. Yeah, the, that's like like the visual metaphors. That's why it's that I'm I I heard that I did it, and I know why you looked at the computer because that was really loud. Surprisingly. You didn't. I didn't clip. I thought I did. Really close. Really close. Okay. I don't think... I think that that metaphor is there for the Red Ribbon of Fate type stuff. Mm, mm. But I think there's like a feasible... Like there's a logistical reason as to why she's wearing it. Mm -hmm. So that's whatever. Uh, I think we move on to the next shot. Again, sorry, Daisy, about the bad fighting face okay i love how he this is the it. most sexual fucking shit hell i was this is why he's he my favorite character this is why he's my favorite character this is why he's my favorite fucking character that out to me that he dragged it and i'm like holy shit you like fuck yeah the skywalker family as a rule is so fucking extra all the time <laughs> And that is, is why I re- huh? it's genetic. It's in the it's in it's in heredity that like it's you- definitely on uh, Anakin's father's side. <laughs> that was a joke. Okay, I was making I was making sure I heard you right, dude. I just want to move on to the fight. Well, we're getting there. I we're getting there. There are camps that say Palpatine is. I mean, it's the Force, but like, I mean, it's the Force. It's the Force. That's the joke. But, but I'm just saying, you know, because you could also make an argument because Plagueis and Palpatine were fucking around and the Force got pissed. So it was like, okay. That was in Legends, though. We don't know if, like... But I think it's still the same type of thing because then we see... Because it's implied. I it, We have to wait until we get an actual answer. comic where... And that, may, maybe the they address people, it in here where, like, Palpatine's like, oh, by the way, I'm technically your great-grandfather. In a little... <laughs> <laughs> Family tree me, time. Yeah, yeah. I love that you keep coming back to the idea that Palpatine is like drawing back a curtain. <laughs> he's talking to Ben. One of them's like the Wizard of Oz. He's like, pay no attention. <laughs> pay no attention to the Sith Lord behind the curtain. Darth um, Oz. Yeah, Darth Oz. Uh, no, that would be so great for him to explain. Like, okay. So. Yeah, because there's the curtain on Snoke's ship. Remember whenever he drew yeah. the curtain, like that, like the big wind viewport, like the, the, the magnifying glass. Yeah, you were, yeah. 
I think. <laughs> oh. There's a no, fucking magnifying you, glass. For those of you at home who can't see what we're referring to, is that like anytime Mike has gone to refer to Palpatine showing <laughs> Kylo Ren something, he pantomimes drawing back a curtain. <laughs> And has done it every time. Like he's yeah. <laughs> this is why this show needs to have a video format. Um, and anyway, we uh, um, I can't tell if you want to go back to if you can get back to Kylo on he the planet. He looks like a bad bitch. He looks so bad. At, I fu- I cannot wait till it snows, so yeah. I can recreate that picture. <laughs> yeah. Like I, have, you get like firecrackers like in the bottom like. That's what like, I was, yeah. Really? Yeah. That's what I was gonna do. <laughs> like so, like they're not they're off. Like you don't see the sparks, but you but you can see the light like illuminating yeah. the snow. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, dude! My lights, the lightsabers I use, they light the snow up so well. Really? The okay. light, the lightsaber, it's such good backlighting, natural backlighting yeah. because it's white. Um. So I can't tell if you want to take it back here. The, uh. Wait. They're right there. Right there. Okay. I, I just, it's back to him, like, leaving the TIE fighter. Oh, I didn't see... Oh, okay. Okay. I, I didn't now, see at that. first, I thought this was that snow planet and Zoe Bliss is on. However, I'm starting to think... Are you sure that's snow? Uh, yeah. That's what I'm about to get at. That maybe... Wait, like, look at, the, look at the ground. That's Pasana at night. That's... And yeah. that allegedly... Like some, and again, I haven't read all of the leaks and all of the rumors and stuff. That like the big lightning storm behind him is like something to do with Palpatine. I, I assume, and the that like the lightning storm is connected with the Star Destroyers to the Star Destroyers know? and all of that. Um, apparently, I couldn't see it exactly, but people are apparently saying that the Tie Fighter looks damaged, and that's I, from Ray doing her backflip over it in I the trailer. So first two, but if like as you play the scene, and this oh, kind of clears. no, like, that could be Pisana because you see the why cracks, see, yeah, because yeah. that's what you get with you, fucking when you dry ass. The, but like, and apparently you, there's like a dead tree here that someone pointed out. I couldn't wait, tell. It, but it's it looks brand. parked, well, or it, it could be a like as the shot ship. moves, it looks like it's just parked. Yeah, so. and like I can't tell, and like we also can't tell from the trail, the original trailer. If when Ray does her flip over the Tie Fighter, if she, her saber connects. If she's like actively trying to fuck with his ship, or I mean, I don't, I don't see why she wouldn't. I mean, that's no. like that's his big advantage over her in that fight. You know, we also don't know like the context of like him flying that shit. We don't know if like he's flying towards her and like she's supposed to jump over it. Yeah. Or if like it's combative or it's training or I've heard people say that it's like a force bond gone horribly wrong. <laughs> or it could be one of those. That, like he's like he's flying and then like the force going to reference think- the we, we reference the Spider-Man homecoming scene with um, Donald Glover's character uh, on Hall of Heroes and reference it again. We're like there, there you know, there's that scene where like uh, Donald Glover's character is like, no, 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 come back, fix this. Where like the force is like for is it the no pun intended is like at this point forcing Ray and Ben to work this shit out, and is at the point where it's like we're just gonna start making it more and more inconvenient until you two fuckers sit down and hash this out because we're tired of this dumb shit, and like there's like a moment where like he's like flying and doing his thing and Ray's trading in the middle of the desert and the force is like, hey, <laughs> let's make them talk. Yeah, and like you know. It- it, and if anything, I mean, if it's like a, if Kylo knows where she is, like, I think he wouldn't, he wouldn't, he's, he's purposefully holding back, you know? Yeah. 
But when we yeah. get to them fighting, yeah, he doesn't swing at her. He's on the defensive that whole fight. Wait, you mean this? Yeah, thing? I didn't know that until you pointed it out, Jared. The when they're fighting on the wreckage, we'll, we can come back to this. He's blocking. Yeah, everything there is a is is a guard, and I don't even think Ray's swinging to kill. They're both because I think they both they. Uh, wait. Is Mike doling a Raylo? You might be right. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Ooh, they Maybe. fuck him. Finally, <laughs> a Star Wars villain who fucks. Because, yeah, now they... Yeah, there's... There's really no sex in the Star Wars universe other than Han and Leia. But then again... Luke and Anakin, Anakin and, and Padme, Padme would like a Oh, right, you. yeah. <laughs> but that's really about it. Anyway. But no, I... I can't tell if that I think is. You're right. Yeah. You, if you want to go back to him, you have the Tie Fighter though, because I, I'm not He's sure if that's like him. Bad. I'm so badass. I'm, uh, like, like he I want to. It's like a supermodel walking on a runway. Like, like I don't know. Cut to three what hours energy. later with Jared saying, "No, no, go back to this." No, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's the movie ends. <laughs> And then it's like it's all black. Then you just hear Jared's voice. No, no, go, go back, go back, <laughs> go back to the shop with him leaving the tie fighter. <laughs> it's like that. That's like the credit. Hit play, motherfucker! I want to see it again. Oh, oh, you do? You do? Oh, wait. You mean where he's leaving with the tie? Seriously? If there's, is there another shot oh, that I'd want to see? Go, <laughs> motherfucker! Go. Oh, it, oh, you, okay. It's just so nonchalant. Like, it's like it. It's His like, it's, it's that it's that Skywalker extraness. Like it's the same thing of like Vader in the hallway in Rogue One, where he's like, where there's this this air of like, I know that you can't fuck with me, but I'm gonna <laughs> fuck you up. Like he like he knows they can't touch him. And, and they did a great job of just, you know, they found a great actor for. I mean, Adam Driver looks so much like he could be like Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher's son. Yeah. And like they got his hair right so he's reminiscent of Anakin. Like it's just it's brilliant, you know. I just I, love, want, I love when they cast people that look wait, like other I'm people. I'm going to like find the know? shot exactly the, like the frame that I need is art. Right there. That's what I need is art. Well, don't you don't you need the, the, the well, yes. Oh, you mean the lightning. The lightning and the ship and like wait, oh. wait. There. Well, no, that's too bright. But like I just love when he he starts dragging it like you can't even see the saber on the ground, but you know because you the, can see that it's, it's kicking up either the snow or the yeah. sand. What, what do you guys think? It. Is this Pasana or is this the snow world? Well, I have to see. Wait, wait. I, 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 I thought it was a snow world, and now looking at it again, I am like convinced it's Persona. Like, but some that is not snow. Yeah, uh, that, it's a crack that ruins that for me, and I, I was having trouble with it earlier, but like the more I looked at it, I think. That yeah. is one hundred percent not snow. Yeah, but that's mist. That's, yeah, that's I think that's I think that's the I think that's the snow being ki- or the sand rather being kicked yeah, so up. Yeah, it could be just the from a storm. storm. Oh, like that and like his lightsaber kicking it up as well. Like he's right. dragging his lightsaber. Um, now this has to. Okay, yeah, but this has to be Endor. This has to be on. The I think this is. I think this is the beginning of the fucking movie. You think? JJ says that the stuff in the forest happens early in the movie. So if they're on Endor early in the movie, I think we're getting a very Revenge of the Sith style thing where like the movie opens with a big ass lightsaber fight with a big ass battle. Um, well, this has to be the wreckage of Death Star 2 and of course – Or you know, 3. 
or three or fucking or it's the end of the 12. movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Off screen, the first order has built <laughs> an armada of death stars. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> to fight the Yuzhen Vong. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we get uh, towards the end of the sizzle reel here. Um, <laughs> I want to get. Like there's, I, there's another I want to, of them all like. I want to like make a, a shirt. I want to starships, and you just have to. <laughs> yeah, you know? I want to get a shirt made that is you dressed as the emperor, <laughs> aggressively pulling on the ropes of a curtain, like. I really want. I that. want it to be in like black and white, and like the the outline to be a bit hazy. So I'll like, yeah, it- <laughs> we'll workshop. <laughs> um, but yeah, we have what looks like uh, the wreckage of Death Star Two. You can see a turbo laser tower right here. Yep, I did not see. Yep, uh, which I, I think did. is really cool. Thank That's you good. very much. Um, I I didn't watch this dozens of fucking times. <laughs> Today, like every, every time I like I like click to restart it, I heard Ian McDermott at Celebration roll it again. <laughs> like every time I did it in my head, I was like, Zoop, roll it again. Your id was taking over. <laughs> Maybe both. Your ego and your id were so delighted. You, like, my ego and my id together are Darth City. It's like there's a little bit of sheave inside of me. Um, but we we have them fighting. Like I pointed out earlier, um, Ben is on the defensive. And I put this on Twitter. Um, I don't know if you saw it, Travis. I know Connor saw it. I don't believe I did. That I love getting to see Kylo in a lightsaber duel uninjured. He's still clearly not fighting to kill, so we're not getting him at his full capacity. But the way, you know, like, like Daisy Ridley said at Celebration, he's a very big man. Um, he's a big guy. He's a big, he's a fucking big dude. And he's using a very hefty weapon. And you, if you want to slow it down just so we can, like, maximize the time of looking at the fight here. Or no, you're not on YouTube, YouTube. All right, click the, the gear. That's just, oh. that's. Uh, Playback speed. Okay. Oh, I didn't even know that. So what, 0.25? Yeah, might as well. All right. And then take it back to the top of them fighting here. Wait. No, that's uh, okay. Well, <laughs> oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. This is slow mo of the shot. <laughs> For those of you at home, we backed up to uh, the shot by accident. I need to change my pants since we're done recording. <laughs> um, okay, so look at him. He so he's he's like st- he's walking. He's not he, even really. He knows how fucking like intimidating his frame is, and he knows that like, a okay. So he's a big dude. Who, by virtue of his bigness, is incredibly strong both through the Force and, you know, we see he's a muscly guy in The Last Jedi. He's also using this very hefty weapon that is also crackling. So engaging his lightsaber is not engaging a normal lightsaber. You know, you're the ship's guy. I'm the saber combat guy. Mm -hmm. You you want to stay away from that lightsaber because it's sparking and flaking off. Mm-hmm. And we see him use that to his advantage whenever Ray comes at him from his side because he blocks it and then drags his blade closer to her to make her back off. But like we see him like throwing his weight and leveraging his size advantage and strength advantage over her. So she strikes up and he like catches it, drags it like that. Like that is so... Like he's, he's he's taking advantage. Yeah. He's not only is he using his weapon, he's using the fact that he has a massive strength advantage over her. Right. Because she is going to be a smaller, probably speed fencer. She's trying to meet him head on the way she did the last time. 
It's kind of like whenever uh, Vader and Luke were on Cloud City, where Vader was just kind of toying with Luke a little bit. Yeah. You know? Well, you also have – but the thing here is that, like, she's trying these brute force tactics that worked on him on, when uh, he was bleeding out. Yeah. However, and I that really – I think that's not going to work this time because now he can – he does not have to, like, focus his strength on not fucking dying – I think what we're looking at here, I th- I think Ray's gonna lose this fight at the beginning. Um, I think at the very beginning of the movie we're gonna have, and I've said this several times, I think they're gonna throw down. I think we're gonna have a moment where Kylo beats her, or at the very least the fight is cut short mm-hmm. because I don't think he could bring himself to hurt her. Truly, mm-hmm. I think we'll have a moment where if he does beat her, he basically goes, "Hey." What happened in the forest is never going to happen again. Don't make this happen a third time. And we're going to have a moment where he, you know, tries to do something, something dark side. We have cookies. Um, Try to talk her down and either talk her down or seduce her to the dark side. But I do think I think Kylo's going to win this fight in the rain. I think he's going to win. And I think we're going to have a moment where a. All of the people go, oh, yes, the training is you meet Kylo Ren and it's all like a bullshit. <laughs> um, uh, that's a that's, that's a, a very Mike Doling laugh from you. <laughs> Are you me? <laughs> there's two. There's two. Drunk. The longer you talk to Mike, the more Darth Id you become. Uh, I want every emotion of mine to love that woman. <laughs> you know, like yeah. that's Kylo. Like thinking about. I want her. every gun we have the fire on that man. Yeah, <laughs> um, but no, we. Uh, I, I think I think Bray's gonna lose that fight, and I think again you have a moment where you go, okay, well you could, and 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 at this point, if Kylo beats her now that she has like at least a year and a half of training with a lightsaber specifically, yeah, on top of whatever she's been learning. You know, from Luke's ghost, from the text, you know, we have the fact that in The Last Jedi, she gains access to Kylo's lightsaber combat training because of their force bond. Mm. Now that she's had a year to work on that, Mm. she's thrown into a fight with Kylo, who is not injured, but still punching under his weight because he doesn't want to hurt her. And he whoops her ass. But at that point, you go, okay, clearly she won. Because he wasn't fighting to kill, because he was fucking dying, because of Han, and you could, and like it becomes very clear how she won that fight and how she cannot beat him that way a second time. And I love that so much. I think it's a very good decision to do it that way. Um, and then we have the shot that everybody's been talking about for three days now. Okay. Which we're very okay. This very shot. It's not just, it's not really the shot that satisfies the absolute fuck out of me. It is the sound the saber makes when it unfolds. Yeah, that's another thing we were talking about. Uh, I could hear that all day. That sound transcends me. Wanna, I just. You, you, mm. you want to play it on your end, Travis? Yeah, if you would yeah, be so yeah, kind, please, the sound of her lightsaber please, unfurling. Please. Bastards. Oh, for the love of... Oh, my. Oh. You're lucky this is on trending, so it's not hard to find. Thank God. (laughs) Thank Christ. It's about... Is that it, or is that some comparison video? 
No, that's the whole thing because it starts with like all the recap oh. from the previous movies. Okay. Oh, right, because it, that's. It's like 145. <laughs> okay. It's, it's, a, it's clearly a mix of it unclasping and the lightsaber swinging. And it's Kylo. It sounds like Kylo's. Yeah. Well, because it's crackling like his. It's an unstable crystal, clearly. It's interesting because I guess. Maybe it is his crystal. Well, I was going to say, well, because like the uh, vent, he has to have it wired and vented so as to not blow off his fucking hand, but the the cross guard. That's why the cross guard is there. Maybe she's using one cracked crystal and the same principle of like why hers is like pulsating like his. Instead of building a cross guard lightsaber, that's one crystal venting out in two different directions. Right. Bro, what if we got to see... Like okay, with it with Dark Ray, um, it's I'm thinking it's either a vision or she's possessed. She it's a vision. Oh, it's one hundred percent a vision. I okay, we're gonna get a little bit into. It'd be funny if it wasn't. <laughs> like it got really, like convoluted. Like the plot to like she got to this point. That or this is like a <laughs> seven hour movie. What if she's yeah. like trying to like pretend to be? Oh no, she couldn't pretend to be bad. And she's like before Palpatine, she's like offering her services. That would not. I would not fly with him. He would see through that shit. Well, I mean, he got his ass thrown off a fucking elevator know, railway. That was different. He had somebody right next to him who's been under his thumb for twenty fucking years. But he, why couldn't he see Anakin's conflict then? I, get, I think it's the same thing as His Snoke. overconfidence was his weakness. Not even overconfidence. I think he was just feeling himself in that moment too much. Yeah, like, I yeah. think there was a part of him that was like, you know what? I'm going to kill this little fucking twerp. And I literally have nothing to worry about for the rest of my eternal life. I li- like literally psych. nothing. Yeah. And then Vader's like, say psych right now. And like, <laughs> <laughs> um. um and yeah, then no, yeats him down yeah, the reactor also, shaft. I don't know. Someone said possession, and I'm like, that'd be interesting. But, like, honestly, it's probably a vision. Uh, I'm fine with either. Here's but my I'm thing. thinking of vision because she just has that look of, I'm not entirely here. I love that I don't, face. I, here's my thing. I, I love don't, that face. I don't think. Oh, my God. Dark I don't Dan think. has a wife. <laughs> finally. I don't think. Here's my thing with her being possessed. At what point, where, and when does this lightsaber come into play? Like, is she possessed and they have enough time to, like, harvest crystals and to build this saber staff? I think it makes sense if this is, like, again, a metaphorical possible future, like the cave on Dagobah. And, um... Yeah. Okay. You guys see your piece on Dark Side Ray. And then I'm going to go last because I have like a leak spoiler type thing. So people can hear what you guys have to I don't say. I know if I want to hear possible, the spoiler. Or possible, possible leak. Okay. Possible spoiler. Nothing big. Okay. It's not like earth shattering. This is. Have you heard any earth shattering stuff? Oh, yeah. And we, I talked about it on air with TJ before your era. Okay. So if you go back far enough, I we kind of talk about how the movie might end. Okay. Um. Anyway, all right. I drink and I know things. Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe know things. Possibly know things. Kind of hope I don't know things. Um, but you guys sp- say your piece on Dark Side Ray before I talk. Let me go. I mean, I guess, yeah. Uh, by piece, you mean just like... Yeah, just like thoughts you know, on this and the thing as a whole. Cosplayers rejoice. 
Yeah, Molly uh, Damon. <laughs> dude. Oh my I, god. <laughs> it almost upsets me that this can't possibly be like actual factual Ray. Like just based on what we've seen so far in the movies, like there there is no possibility that this is really her. But yeah. still think it's cool. Still think like Vision quests are my jam, so I dig it. This is also your casual reminder that we are about to hit the two-hour mark. Okay. <laughs> hey, th- this is an episode that necessitates it. Mm-hmm. This is worth it. Roll back that kind of <laughs> <laughs> You mean it's only two hours? We'll watch it in slow-mo I'm again, please. Sexy back. Yeah. <laughs> Kylo Ren is bringing sexy back. <laughs> kind of want that to be the song now. Um... Mike, uh, th- thoughts on the sneak peek as a whole? Just like what what excites you? What because uh, we kind of shut you out of the conversation a little bit. Travis, I kind of shut myself this. out. I kind of like zoned out for a, a hot minute. Um, it's exciting. Yeah, like I, I, I'm glad it, it's Star Wars has this thing with trailers where it's just like hype shit. With no context, and I dig it. <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah, because like we can, uh. we've been speculating about the plot now for literally an hour, and we could all be horrifically wrong. Yes, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, but okay, hu- not humble brag at all. And I've talked about this before, and I need Except to bring it up again. Death Star Three is happening though. Except Death yes. Star Three and yes. Circular Base Two. That is a thing. Peel back the curtain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, like I said, I've said this before, my junior year of high school, I... Good times. Mike. Well... Holy shit, Mike was a witness to this. Which which thing? Oh, God. How I flawlessly predicted The Force Awakens. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Tell me a place. Let me try. We were all at lunch, and we were, like, sitting, like, doing a round table. Were we at the the round table in the corner? Yeah. And we were... Facing the junior high, that uh area. And remember, we were like, okay, we're going to rattle off our predictions right now. Uh Uh-huh. And I, like, the whole fucking movie... I can't. I can't. I'm trying to. I'm trying. I'm trying. I wasn't sure. I mean, I I mean, I've had lunch together. I don't remember, but I came down with the whole fucking movie. Yeah. And for the last Jedi, I predicted about seventy percent of the movie. Oh, I didn't know. Okay. I predicted the Force bonds. Right. I predicted them teaming up to fight the Praetorian guards. Mm -hmm. I predicted the Holdo maneuver. Said it was going to be Leia, but mm. I predicted that act. Mm. Um, and I predicted Luke exiling himself because he was like, Are you going to get failure. me started on the fucking whole though? No, that is a whole thing for oh, its own. Now, now I realize, now, now, Travis's physics aside, I do realize a way to defend that thing. You know, like when you ask, Why did she do that? Jen's say, like, Well, why didn't all U.S. forces in World War II, just every chance they get, crash all their tanks into the German <laughs> tanks at all times. Like, when they yep, saw an yeah. enemy, they just... Sue it. Like, why wouldn't... Because kamikazes are typically a last, 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 last right. resort. Right. It's like, you don't... Unless you're there, from the land of the rising sun. There are some things you just... There's yeah, this. There are just some things that you just don't do. You know, people just... You yeah. Know, you, you, oh, especially yeah, because the rebellion like, has, like, such limited resources. Yeah, like, like, they'd be like, the, why didn't George Washington, when he first saw everyone... 
all the British just bonsai charge them. You know, just just think of that. Oh yeah, the, the reason is to like, why didn't they do this anywhere else in the series? I. They probably did. We just don't see it, you know. Or they weren't dumb enough to think, "Hey, maybe setting off a several million megaton bomb in the middle of the galaxy would would be cool." You said how much would that destroy? Like um, the whole system? I have no idea how big that blast would be. It mm. would ludicrously big. My and Connor and Jared specifically are witness to this. I did like a rough shot of the math. Yeah, that math was wrong and not in the direction you think it was, Connor. I think I was low. I'm, I'm trying to think what. I um, said 4 million in, in megatons. what direction was it wrong? I was low. He lowballed it with 400 million megatons. <laughs> Holy I'm pretty sure. shit. I'd have to. Holy shit. I want to like go through it because this is like at midnight on my phone. Just like, wait, now I'm kind of curious. Like what, what? Just throw some numbers yeah. together. But, God um, damn it. <laughs> so, yeah. But, um, um, but no, so I have a, I'm on a hot streak here. Of getting the C of like after so, analyzing this stuff enough that you're I'm getting, either gonna hit this one hundred to keep the streak alive or zero percent regression to the mean. Yeah. So I hope the three PO stuff's right. I think so like I, I'm waiting for a second trailer in October. But like now that I actually have a fucking podcast that I can like publish this shit, mm-hmm. like public record. I want like I want a public record <laughs> to be the guy who called <laughs> all of episode nine. And you wake up dead the next day. Yeah. Like, <laughs> with, a fucking, with a Mickey Mouse logo on like the back of your neck. You know? <laughs> it's like the late, fucking you know, smothered to death by Mickey Mouse. Himself. The fucking. <laughs> I'm gonna sh- hold on. Yeah, the Mickey Mouse shaped bullet. <laughs> I'm gonna show a Mickey Mouse shaped gun. I mean, the, the, the barrel is Mickey Mouse shaped, so... I'm going to show you this Hi-ho. audio file. I'm going to keep your fucking predictions to yourself, motherfucker! <laughs> I'm going to show you this audio file when we're done, and you better fucking apologize to me. Oh, and oh. TJ. Apologize to TJ, yeah, I'm too. sorry. No, like, fucking, fucking Kathleen Kennedy, like, came over my door and just, like, fucking smothering me in my sleep. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Oh! <laughs> I don't think those fat bastards ever try to predict one of our fucking movies. That's fucking right, Mickey. That's what they get for having brains of their own. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're gonna fucking kill them. <laughs> Next movie comes out, whoever my replacement is starts trying to predict the movie, and then it's that meme of Goofy. I'll fucking do it again. I'll fucking do it again. We want to get you off. We can get you off. We know you did it. We know you fucking killed him. Fuck up all the movies and fuck up all the merchandising. Everything. Everything will be down the fucking drain. I'll fucking do it. Guilty. <sighs> um, that was good. Highlight of the sizzle reel for you, Travis. Um, this is a freewheeling nightmare. It's of an probably episode. the shot of that uh, Kylo and Ray fighting. Yeah, on the Death Star wreckage. Uh, it's so provocative of the Mustafar fight, which is my favorite fight in Star Wars. Uh, fire it's water. you know from baptism by fire to actual fucking ba- your thing about the yeah the battle of Mustafar is it's like Anakin. poetry. It rhymes. Well, it's it's also again it's the reverse Anakin arc for Kylo Ren, uh, where you have 
like I said, the, the whole like, you know, romantic love makes him go crazy. Familial love saves him. Familial love makes this one go nuts. And then he's saved by romantic love, perhaps, is that you have Anakin and Obi-Wan. Like, obviously, Vader was in the works for a very long time between Anakin's own psyche and like Sidious making him do the horrible things he does. You have the, like the finalized version of Darth Vader being born in like the literal hellfire of Mustafar. Mm-hmm. And like that's basically like the culmination of, of all of Anakin Skywalker's sin. Where here you have a situation where by Kylo, where like you have like the visual the visual symbolism of like the sins of Kylo Ren being slowly washed away. Mm. Yep. Mm. Mm. I need this movie I yesterday. Know. Dude, we all need it. Uh, Connor, uh, thoughts on Dark Ray and favorite um, part of the sizzle reel? The whole reel was basically my favorite. Um, on Dark Ray herself, I'll say it again. The saber unfolding is one of the most satisfying sounds I've ever heard in my life. And Dark Ray can kill me any day of the week. <laughs> uh, my one you can kill, kill me oh, anytime. Really, also, there was a uh, I saw there was a bit snippet of some article. I can't remember where I found this, but uh, it was about the sizzle reel. And it goes, the color of Ray's lightsaber was a surprise because red is typically used only by characters on the dark side. And Ridley offered no little explanation. And here's what she said. It's the clearest. It's the clearest indication that there's a big old emotional story arc happening. <laughs> so take that as you will. I don't believe you. <laughs> that's not true. That's, oh, no, that's impossible. All right, Anakin. Looks like uh, I'm cutting you in half. Yeah. Mm. Come get it. I'll Luke, put on the costume. Don't cut I'll me cut in half anytime. It was Luke who said it. I'll cut off your hand. Look, I. <laughs> My one friend who worked, who she's uh, one of the managers at Hot Topic when I worked there. Um, yes. Another Hot Topic story. She would talk about how beautiful she thought Gal Gadot is and would like constantly use the term of she could punch me in the throat any day of the week. And like you're reminding me so much of Maddie right now, Connor. I love it. Oh, dude, that's how I, that's how I do literally. I used it like a few days ago. I was bald. I did it again. I know. I know. I was gesturing at the computer. Um, um, and I bought and I got a strike and bec- and I put my name up as Beatrix because of Beatrix Kiddo. So then literally I bought a strike and all I remember and I rem- I just turned to my friends and fucking screamed. Beatrix Kiddo can snap my fucking neck. <laughs> so, uh, Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, not that. I just glanced at Facebook. <laughs> Is it more of those like lightsaber memes with Ray now, or no? Okay. Oh my god! Remember that god, when Force Awakens amazing. came out and all oh, those yeah. memes with like the light. Like, <laughs> I don't know if Armid would be comfortable with me reading his Facebook post on the air, so I'm going to save that to show to you guys off okay. the record. Um, that was very funny. Shout out to Armin from Comic Book Cast. Much love, much love, much love to the CBC, Mike. Favorite part of the sizzle reel and um, thoughts on Dark Side Fallen Ray? Well, my favorite part, I think, uh, on first viewing was seeing all those Star Destroyers lined up. I thought that was like 
incredibly exciting being that those are imperial but then upon being here when i saw those rebel ships like seeing the b-wings and the y-wings it's nice to see old hands come yeah. back you know but i mean this this dark ray stuff darth ray whatever i mean i think it's really exciting and yeah like the first word that came to my mind when i saw it's like yeah vision you know flat out like there's really i don't think there's anything else that could happen but um uh yeah i'd like to go on a date with her darth edward is very much in the market um <laughs> For fuck's sake. yeah uh <laughs> Like to, we're gonna make a Darthid Tinder profile. <laughs> I need to make my mask and everything. Well, I mean, I don't need a mask. I don't know. Yeah, probably. Well, kinky. We'll see. But uh, sorry, yeah, they, don't, they don't get to see your face. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that went dark. But I think, and again, also like Jared said, Kylo sensuously dragging his saber across the the ground was really cool yeah. to see. You know, they, I sexually they, identify as Kylo I, Ren dragging his lightsaber <laughs> in the sand. Yep, amen. Yep. And I was like, that's... Yeah. Mark yes. that up under new gender identity. <laughs> gender 525. Oh, jeez. Um, but, um, yes. I think Dark Ray. I think this is going to be a great Force vision. I mean... Being that I think, you know, episode seven, what we saw in there in Maz's castle really blew everyone away. I bet this is going to be, I bet this is going to be even better. It's going to be more fun, more interesting. Uh, yeah, it's just going to be really exciting. I can't wait to also find out the identity of uh, Finn's friend. That'll be fun, but yeah. She's just Janna. Janna? Yeah. What is she again? She's like some, she's from one of the planets that they're visiting at one point. Like, I'm pretty sure she's like a freedom fighter that the resistance is yeah. like recruited to their cause mm. like she's just you know random freedom fighter character oh, um cool. with that we're gonna get in a little bit more uh possible spoiler territory <coughs> um so that's it that's the disney disease coming uh <laughs> so uh we are honored that you guys have joined us may the force be with you always all that fun stuff um so tune out now if you're uh squeamish for spoilers possible spoilers However, an alleged leak that came about a few-ish months ago details Kylo Ren interacting with a being known as the Oracle. Oh, shit. Oh, I remember Wait this. a minute. Wait. Wait. This is new. Is this that from my father? No. This is not a Chuck Wendig thing. Okay. Also, from now on, we don't explain that joke. Yeah, no. From now on, like any new listeners, don't get to understand what why we call Chuck. They want to know. They have to go back. Listen to an old episode. Just listen to all the episodes. Yeah, just listen to the entire show's uh, length. But Kylo Ren meets with this or with this creature known as the Oracle. Apparently, the way this thing is designed is fucking nightmare fuel. Allegedly, it's this like terrifying looking creature sitting on top of a giant baby head is kind of how it was described. Like, it's some weird. It's weird. Sounds a bit. It's fucking outside weird. Outside the Star Wars. It, making Star Wars reported on it. And Jason Ward does not put his name to shit unless he feels confident in it. Um, it, it, it looks fucking weird. Um, I'll try to find it on Google. Um, anyway, in his interactions with the Oracle... It basically has a moment where it calls him out on, you know, the whole, this isn't who you are. This isn't what you're meant to be. We are all aware of this. 
Um, this is allegedly the artist's rendering of what the Oracle is going to look like. Hot. <laughs> it looks like a like a. Never mind. It just looks. And it, it's freaky looking. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's not even. It's gonna scare the it looks kids. Like a, like a Dianogo with feet or something. <laughs> it looks like. Yeah, a, that's apt. Yeah. Um, but it calls Ben out for being in love with Ray. Oh. Like it flat out says, like you love this girl, and you need to stop your bullshit. Um, but I think while trying to appeal to Kylo, the Oracle shows him what would be Ben's worst nightmare. The one person he has left falling down the same trap he did. Mm. And our friends at Bantha Blue Milk Co., pointed out that there is a ring on her finger over here, on her pointer finger, that when you zoom in on it, looks not dissimilar to Leia's ring in The Last Jedi. Mm. So right here is the manifestation of Ben Solo having to see her fall down the same rabbit hole he did, as well as living in a galaxy without his mother. Mm. the one person in his family he could actually look at, like not like look in the eye literally but the one person that he was like no you you live mm. i'm not yeah, I, I can't kill you i can't hurt you i think i like I, not only do i think it's a vision i think this is the oracle trying to freak ben out It'd be funny if the oracle was actually just Palpatine, like in disguise. Possibly, you, you know? know, or this could be Palpatine trying to tempt Ray or Palpatine trying to tempt I... or scare Ben. However, I think currently me personally think that this is the Oracle like trying to like kick Ben in the ass here and be like, you have some shit to fix. And oh. if you don't, this is a possible outcome. Hmm. Just wonder what dri- what would drive Ray to the. I mean, I guess losing everyone, her whole everything being destroyed. Yeah, but I don't. She'd probably just kill. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily you know. require context, though, as to how we get here. Yeah, yeah. You know, we had like the vision of like, you know, Luke of of Luke fighting bigger Luke on Dagobah. Yeah. Um, for those of you at home who are aware of bigger Luke, which is one of my, fa- and you know, are you familiar with bigger Luke? No, I don't. Uh, no, I don't know. Okay, so there's this, like, stupid crackpot, like, you know, it's very Darth Darth Banks, like, we're just fucking with you, we're having a good time here. Yeah. That, in certain shots in A New Hope, Luke's height fluctuates, and that the prevailing theory is that there are two Luke Skywalkers. Oh, God. (laughs) And that... (laughs) Luke Prime shows up on Dagobah. Right. And when he goes into the cave of evil. Right. That he is not fighting. Like his own A vision of Vader that is supposed to have a visual metaphor of if you don't watch yourself, you too could fall to the dark side and become Vader. Right. He's actually fighting bigger Luke. Oh, for God's sake. Who's dressed as Darth Vader. (laughs) Oh, Christ. (laughs) 
of Connors. Um, you know that in the script, Vader is quoted there as being bigger Luke. Yes, in the Empire Strikes Back. Wait, really? No, no, or, no, oh, no, 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 no. Um, bigger I'm Luke. Ga- I'm a gaslight you real good. <laughs> I'm a gaslight you real good. Um, so no, I think I so. So we see Ray here uh, fighting bigger Ray. Um, but no, I think I think that this is the Oracle trying to scare Ben. I just hope there's more to her than just unclapping, unclasping the saber. You know, I hope she like does some like mall shit, maybe, maybe. a little bit. You know, that'd be maybe. Nice. it'd be nice. You know, who knows? She swears she's not drinking. Uh, what? She swears she's not drinking. <laughs> she's not drinking. <laughs> Did you hear? No, Did I didn't. you listen? I didn't. He hasn't listened I didn't. yet. No. So is that like a reference to that? That's when we met Ray Park, and he was he was doing he was he was being Ray fucking Park. Okay. Okay. We'll play that for you when we're done. Okay. When he's exporting this. But yeah, um, that's the sizzle reel. That is all the news from D23. Um, oh, one quick thing before we end this. Uh, there was some Battlefront news. Clone Commandos are coming to Battlefront and they're introducing uh, skins for the droids. And um, instant action's coming back. Yeah, and they're doing instant action. So there's that. We're not going to get super in the weeds of that because this is already a long episode and it's uh, more important news up front. So, yeah, with that, uh, Mike, we still need to set up Twitter for you. Twitter, yes. We need to do that at some point. Travis, where can the lovely people find you? At Grossman Travis on Instagram and at Travis Political on Twitter. You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at DarkJedi2552. Be sure to like and follow Dubak Discussion on Twitter, Instagram, Connor, and Facebook. Connor, where can the people find oh, you? Oh, fuck. I'm sorry, Connor. You're not in the room. No, I'm good, looking at the computer um, even more now. You <laughs> uh, can find me on Facebook, admin in the Alliance of Star Wars Fanatics, or Swift for short. And you can find me on Twitter at Depa Banana. The reason for that is because my entire handle is dedicated to Depa Balaba, who is my Star Wars mother. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, like I said, do back on all the other net, uh, uh, all the other social medias. Uh, listen to the other shows in the network, Hall of Heroes, which we have a lengthy episode recapping D twenty three, as well. Um, uh, Goran Moore, uh, w- Wicked Wednesday. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Wicked, I don't even know. Sorry. <laughs> Wicked Wednesday. Uh, jerk the curtain. Uh, down the rabbit hole. Uh, we are honored that you have joined us. Uh, and before we send you guys on your way, uh, you guys will get to hear from Spence the Mando Simpson. Give his two cents on D23. And uh, may the force be with you guys. Hey, everyone. This is Spencer. Uh, I am glad to be on for this short little splurb. I just want to tell you guys my thoughts uh, on the recent Star Wars news that was dropped at D23. Jared thought it'd be cool if I just uh, recorded myself for a short little uh, bit to tell you my thoughts, and then we can put it in the episode. So thank you for listening. Uh, I just, uh, I'm really pleased for the most part with the stuff that has come out from D23, uh, particularly the trailer for The Mandalorian. As you guys know, uh, my namesake around uh, Dubak discussion is Spence, Spencer The Mando Simpson. I'm big into The Mandalorian lore and. Uh, yeah, it's 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 kind of my thing that the, my favorite piece of the the Star Wars universe, and so I'm really pleased to see this new show coming out, uh, dropping in November with um, Disney Plus, uh, which is 
really fabulous. Uh, good news all around, and the trailer was awesome to see. Really great uh, to see IG-88 in there, and it looks kind of like, uh, I don't know his name yet, but the guy with like the New Zealander accent almost sounds like... Um, the guy who played Django Fett before, I forget his name. Um, Jared usually helps me out with this. Uh, Morrison, I think, or something like that. Um, that sort of New Zealander accent kind of looks like it'll be the Mandalorian's um, handler isn't the right word, but but he can go for jobs and stuff like that. So it's cool to see uh, the bounty hunter aspect on screen and like he says it's it's like a, it's a dangerous profession. Sounds really cool. So I'm looking forward to that. I love bounty hunters. Uh, the Clone Wars TV series was really, really kind to bounty hunters, and we got to see lots of action from them, from really cool characters like Embo and Dengar. So who knows if we'll see Dengar again? I know in Legends uh, he was still around after Revenge or Return of the Jedi, so we'll see um, if he shows up at all. But IG88 is in there, and I think at one point there was a rumor that ig88 would be like leading some sort of a droid uprising or something like that um so who knows if we'll get to see that but it, um glad to see ig88 in his full potential doing the whole like spin around shooty thing pretty cool um next up the clone wars okay so i'm glad to finally have a release date although i am disappointed because up to this point it was assumed that uh, the the new season of clone wars would be dropping at the same time as the Disney Plus platform. So to not have that as soon as I thought I would, I thought I only had to wait till November, but we have to wait till February. But I guess um, we'll get over that. Dave Filoni uh, is one of my heroes. <laughs> the Clone Wars is an awesome TV show. And based on the Bad Batch leaked uh, trailer sort of thing that we got uh, at D23 that somebody, you know, potato canned and put on the internet, I'm encouraged both by the um creativity of it and also the broadness of the storyline potential because it's only going to be like uh, 12 episodes culminating with the siege of mandalore again mandalorians my stuff i love it um but i'm hoping to see it lead up right to the kidnapping of the chancellor which i think i would speculate that might be you know, where they're going at the very end of the show. But Siege of Mandalore, I'm very excited for. Hopefully, we get to see the Mandalorian uh, pacifist um, facade fall down after you know, post-Satine's death. And we'll get to see some actual Mandalorian combat, which, you know, um, the... The symmetry there is is great with Disney putting out a whole new show of Mandalorians, but then also announcing that the TV show uh, might also culminate with the Siege of Mandalore. Lots of love for the Mandalorians. Really glad to see that. Um, cannot wait for Clone Wars. And just I have to wait a little bit longer, I guess. Uh, the Cassian Andor series, uh, I'm also excited for that because it's a very different tone from uh, anything else I think we've had Star Wars related. Most of Star Wars is, you know, come bang, 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 fight him as quickly and as hard as we can against all odds, whatever. Um, but the Cassian Andor show uh, starring Diego Luna and Alan Tuck, I'm really excited for um, because it, it'll bring this like espionage um sort of a spy thriller uh, aspect to Star Wars, which I think there's a lot of potential for some really great stories in a show like that. And so I am super pumped. Cannot wait for a uh, an official release date, even though they start filming next year. Um, yeah, excited for that as well. And the Obi-Wan show, finally. 
thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I watched the little video about Kathleen Kennedy coming out and be like, Ewan, will you ever be playing Obi-Wan Kenobi on screen again? And he just gives that like that completely, you know, shit eating grin, as Jared likes to say, to the audience, and he's like, Yes, yes, I will. And the girls were screaming, and so was I. It was great. So, um, as we already touched upon a week or two ago in Dubak, I think it'd be really cool to sort of build a story around that little minifigure uh, with Obi-Wan in the desert, and he's got a backpack full of trinkets and stuff like that. He's got Qui-Gon's and Anakin's lightsaber hanging from his backpack. He's got his pieces of his Clone Wars armor that are still on there. Um, really cool concept, and I'd love to see a show built sort of around that, maybe not exclusively like that but but see that aspect of his character come to life and also the transition between being unable to come to terms with the fact that Anakin is now on the dark side and thinking that he could come back to the point where he couldn't even kill him at the end of Revenge of the Sith to understanding there is no redemption for this character um, and he must be destroyed as he is in um, the original trilogy. I, I love old Ben as a character. I love young Obi-Wan as a character. And I want to see uh, more of the transition. So I love the fact that this show has the opportunity to do that. And I cannot wait uh, for what is coming next. So thank you all so much for listening. Oh, also, uh, when Disney Plus drops, I'm going to be binging Star Wars Rebels because I finally uh, will be able to do that. And um, it'll be cool to see what I've been missing all this time. And with that, I will pass it back to Jared and Michael. So thank you all for listening and hearing my take. And I cannot wait to um, talk to you guys again very soon, I hope. So take it easy, guys. That's the trailer. <laughs> And not the song. I'm glad you have a fuck up now. <laughs>